everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Casual Master Quest, episode 96, coming hot, straight out of the oven your way, cut into a beautiful eight slices, we're large, we're not extra large, I like to keep it uh, straight to the thing, but we have three toppings today, I'm going to be the first topping, Tyler Vitito, aka 2 times Tyler, second topping is, what topping of the pizza would you be, Nick, if you were an actual topping? Barbecue chicken. Barbecue chicken, hell yeah, that's Nick, the AKA barbecue chicken. Or jalapenos. And, and or jalapenos and Glenn Houston. What topping of the pizza would you be? Contrary to my personality, which is not divisive in nature, Hawaiian pizza. You'd be a that's whole a pizza on a pizza? Big brain, that is galaxy brain. I was about to say pineapple, so fuck it, I'm Shit, I'd try so, Like, I'd try two so, pizzas stacked on top of each other. Wait, isn't that just deep dish? Basically, could be. Yeah, I'll work with that there. Or uh, if he's upside down, he it could be like a calzone or something like that, where it's a pizza pocket. So the just a uh, this quick thirty second survey, the casual master quest pizza consists of barbecue chicken, pineapple, and then an entire Hawaiian pizza on top of a pizza. on top of that pizza. Throwing some jalapenos, you know sounds- some onions, some peppers, and some mushrooms, and I'm fucking there. Hell as yeah. as okay, much as shit. I as much as I don't like pizza, like I know my toppings. I'm in. I I, I can't argue with that. That 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 sounds great. Actually, sounds very nice. Ah <laughs> uh, shit. Oh, uh, it's been kind of weird over here this time of year. I think it's finally starting to turn into lawn mowing season. So uh, people are starting to do the uh, the old snippity snip snip snip. But uh, over here, it's just been more and more video games. Which uh, you know, with uh, the whole quarantine thing in effect, still uh, week. I don't even know what the number is at this point. We something. Uh, we're making it. <laughs> you okay there, Glenn? I think it's five for most five? people. Five? Okay. Yeah. Okay, five. Week five. Uh, man, I'm going to start to write my own diary in case I uh, don't make it and my cats eat me. Ugh. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. This is Casual Master Quest. Glenn, how you been doing, buddy? What's uh, What's your week been like? <sighs> Fine. It's just, uh, it's been a nice cloudy week, which I know a lot of Californians don't like, but I'm a big fan of it. I just really enjoy the cool weather, um, especially being this late into April and not having to worry about, um, you know, turning on the AC. If it gets a little warm, I can always just, you know, open up a window. It's really nice. Um, oh, yeah. And open it's the window, been a uh, maybe rainy. turn on a fan. Yeah, a little rainy, so I just every once in a while I get to wake up to the pitter patter of rain outside. Um, oh, I'm jealous, dude. I miss <laughs> the rain. Every time it's rained here in the past two weeks, it's been like violent 30 minute thunderstorms, and then it's gone. And it's like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's been really good. Uh, more D and D too. I've uh, been asked to, on top of Casual Quest Masters, um, run a game, and I think we talked about this a little last week. Um, we're on our third straight week of running a game with my brother, his girlfriend, and my first dungeon master. And then I also got asked by uh, Davosh, who uh, is somebody who I found on Twitch, um, to possibly run a game for him and some of his friends. So Wait, Sir Davos from Game of Thrones? Davos. The Onion Knight? No. Uh, wow. Uh, big I've been told that I could, uh, if I could work on the accent, I could play a young Sir Davos. It's ridiculous. Glenn has such great connections. He's actually found a connection at the D&D table with a fictional character. What the fuck? I mean, I am a distant cousin of Kit Harrington IRL, so... I mean, do you, uh, are you gonna have fucking Naruto at the table too next? I could call Molly, Molly Flanagan, Molly, Maggie, Molly, Molly Flanagan? Remember who does her voice? Sure. I believe you. Yeah. You're, you're convincing. I could find her. I'm convinced. I could get her there. 
That sounded like a loaded response. Uh, anyways, uh, pushing on to the different part of the week. Nick, Nick, baby, uh, how's your week been going, bud? Been fine. Nothing's happening. I'm bored. You're bored? Yeah. Oh, no. So, like, I, I mean, you had to prepare for this. Uh, you, you knew it was going to come with uh, the end of the semester and stuff. Did you have anything, like, uh, prepped up or in mind for this? Or Yeah, I was going to take a trip. Okay. Uh, are you talking about, like, a vacation trip, or... I was gonna go to Japan. Okay, forgive me. I, I guess, uh... Wow. I was thinking more, like, uh, more recently, if you were preparing for it. Just, like, uh, once I realized... Well, I guess my situation was a bit just, like, sudden. Just, like, one day suddenly I'm staying home. But it's, like... Yeah, I was, uh, amid, like, in the middle of planning this trip. This was maybe late Feb, and then all of this happened, and then I just stopped, and then school, like, hit its peak, and so I didn't really think about it, and now, and here I am. Kind of so like, like fighting the waves, trying to keep afloat, and all of a sudden, you're just suddenly on a stranded island. It's like, what the fuck do I do here? No, I feel like there'd be something interesting to do with a stranded island. I'm in the middle of the fucking ocean, like a life raft. Just kind of like, okay, this is it, which is nice, like, I guess I've been sleeping. Maybe the seawater can be drank, who knows, let's find out, you know? This is um, fine. <laughs> the, th- there are only two things of note. Well, a couple of things. Like, I'm just trying to make sure I have some sort of structure because I'm going to start looking for work soon. So some sort of daily structure. I'm going to buy bicycles soon because the weather is, like, it's not, the sun's no longer setting at 5. So, um, I want to get a bicycle because the weather's going to be clear and I want to actually get some sort of exercise in. Um, it's, I'm actually I'm, curious about this. Is it socially acceptable to ride a bicycle right now? That's got to be fine, right? Yes. I mean, for as long as, like, same thing, as long as you're not, like, going on, like, a... You know, it's not like a group of people who are bicycling around. Um, you're fine, and that's probably one of the more um, that and walks are one of the more promoted, like general, like um, what's the fucking term for health and fever. fitness? Kind of like just keeping yourself up and like you know focusing on yourself and going out and actually getting some fresh air. It's not because it's, it's yeah yeah it's not like it's not super bad here in uh, BC, um, but it's like social distancing is still in effect, but. I, I'm seeing a lot more cyclists out right now, so I want to get a bicycle. It'll be my first bicycle in over. How old am I? I'm about to turn 25, so maybe like almost a decade and a half. Oh yeah, uh, happy birthday to Glenn in two weeks. Uh, just set a note to that. That way, episode 98 happens. I'll be like, happy birthday, Glenn! Happy birthday! Yay! Um, but I'm buying gonna... a bike in Vancouver just sounds crazy, though. You know. Like, they're pl- they're even pl- talk about how hilly it is. Well, no, but there are plenty of uh, people who bike to work, especially when summer ra- comes around. Uh, there are a lot of like trails, mountain trails, city like road trails. Not the best or safest road trails, but they still exist. Like I know people who will take like the hour to bike, you know, fifteen miles to work one way, and then bike back in the evening. Um, um, they just get used to it. Uh, it's normal, especially when summer rolls around, but in my area, there's lots of hills, so it, it will provide to be quite a workout, especially if it's just like, like, you know, 30, 45 minutes a day, just go out, ride around, and then come back, yeah. I just imagine, like, uh, you going to, like, uh, towards, like, maybe not straight towards uh, Vancouver downtown or anything like that, but, like, even heading over the Surrey, or Surrey? Surrey, Surrey I think is yeah. the way you pronounce Like, it's like, you know, trying to feather the brakes every now and then that way you're not you know shooting in at 80 kilometers an hour or some shit and then trying to get back it's like gonna turn into like a, one of those your tires are flat you know, you, right <laughs> they turn to the squares at this point trying to get up um it it takes a while but my cousin lives closer to the airport 
Um, I have a cousin here, and he lives closer to the airport, and it took him... And he was taking his time, and he made plenty of stops on the way, but it took him three and a half hours to get to me. So it's not, it's not too bad. Three and a half hours? Yes. Over, like, a 20, 23-mile, like, kind of trip one way. Um, not too bad. We, like... We have something called during the summer that pops up that they're not going to do this year, I think, is the Naked Grand Prix for, like, cycling. Like, so they close off, like, a section of the city and they turn it into a track and then, like, naked cyclists just go around. It's, like, a fun thing that they do every year anyway. Uh-huh. Um, Wouldn't watch. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I'd have to go downtown, but, like, otherwise I'd be interested to see just once and I don't think Oh, it's not televised? Downtown. No, it's not televised. I- you can imagine why. <laughs> oh, darn. So what throws me off here is uh, I I think somebody described this to me before that a lot of times when there's something that involves uh, going nude uh, you know, as an art or whatever you want to call it, uh, people's expectation is like, Haha, I want to go see a bunch of college chicks. But then it's like 80% old men. And it's like, OK, yeah, like, hol- like in this case, I'm scared for like those people. It's like, when's if, you know, they hang so low, they get caught in the spokes. That's just dangerous, yo. <laughs> it's the... Annual World Naked Bike Ride returns to Vancouver this weekend. Yeah, no, like, it, it happens. And so, like, Vancouver in general, BC is very... It happens, uh, jeez. Bicyclist-friendly. Uh, um, beyond that, I'm learning how to trim my beard, which might sound, like, um, a little bit too late for me to do, but let me let me give you the story. Sounds anytime, like is getting to you. Anytime I trim or try to shave my own beard, I always end up going too far and then shaving it all off, which is why for the last two years I've never gone clean shaven because I just pay somebody to do it. Mm, I'd, I would rather one time. I would rather pay somebody to do it because I don't want to make a mistake. And so I think the other day I was in the in, in like in the bathroom for like a good solid 40 minutes going one setting at a time on my fucking trimmer making sure I wasn't cutting too much off Hell and yeah. eventually like it ended up looking just okay and I'm like I have to do this again because my fucking hair is going back and so like I'm just learning how to do it just right where I'm like this looks acceptable to me um, mm-hmm. and I can't wait till my barber opens up again and every time I do that or like the next time I'm going to do that the temptation becomes stronger to just run it across casually run it across my head just see what happens just casually like what's the worst that could happen the temptation grows stronger every time what they call that but apparently that's been like a widespread thing that's been happening across like maybe for me it's the country but it could very well be the world like there's been comics about it people who just suddenly feel the urge to shave their heads like it's a legit stimulation Mm. that you get being cooped in too long where it's like I've been stuck in this house. I need a change. I need anything. And they start looking at the razors like, cut my hair off. Yes. Yeah, because it's like, it's like I have no something to do, it's right? A- I guess for normies who don't play video games, they need something to do, something to feel like they've accomplished something. And so they're like, I'll just shave off my head and like get some attention that way. And then now what? Oh no, I shaved off my hair. Oh no, the Britney Spears effect. I'm in isolation um, and it'll come back. <laughs> That's so that's some people just have shaggy hair, so it's like there's only one setting they know, and that's shiny bald. So that's kind of like what, what's been happening. I also have to like start looking for a roommate, which is going to be a challenge given all of this. So, yeah, unfortunately, uh, that really sucks actually, especially like if you try to do the entire thing by uh, like uh, over the internet and went out for like interviews and talks and stuff. It's like that's kind of like uh, 
I don't know how to describe it, like a long distance relationship or like blind dating. It's like you have yeah. no idea what they're actually going to be like once the semen person like. How real is this conversation sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to like post it on my Facebook soon enough. And so hopefully somebody who I know at least like forget like forget like hygiene and whether they clean up or not like at the very least i just needed to be somebody that i've met before and that i like like we like we like vibe at like a very neutral level like i don't get like any like um stinky vibes or like yeah no bad vibes just kind of like i wouldn't call you like my base is i wouldn't call you and hang out normally but now that you're here as part of this group i'm okay with you kind of vibes like you know like yeah like that's like all two I cats need. in a room that as long as they can keep to their own corners and they don't immediately get into a fight the moment they lock eyes yeah that's yeah you know, that's that like works. my base minimum right two now. litter boxes um i got very lucky with my last two roommates um with eugene um i'd known him before because i was part of a student organization and he was my boss and when my first roommate moved out i just posted on my facebook need somebody to move in by september whatever he responded within 10 minutes because he was also in the process of moving out that was lucky my first roommate um we were just sitting uh, we had class one day and we were just sitting and talking he's like um i need to move out because of so and so and he's like what about you and i'm like oh no i'm still in this place i'm okay and then i was told that i'd have to move out by the end of the summer and then i called him and he's like yeah i have to move out and he's like all right cool and so that worked out you know oops uh so like it just all happened like very dramatic sting um narrators no it did not it, it happened very organically, and this is the first time I'm actually going to have to look for somebody, and if it doesn't work out that any of my friends know anybody, even if I'm going off a friend's recommendation, if I've heard of this person at least, I'm like, okay, cool. You're recommending them, I know you, that's fine, make this happen, but if I have to go to fucking Craigslist or like Facebook Marketplace, it's going to be it's gonna be a shit show. Mm. Yes, it is. Uh, that would be frightening. Uh, you could always play the, the fun risky game and <laughs> say, hey, landlord. Why don't you pick a roommate and uh, find somebody? That's my last resort. I mean, if you put the responsibility on him, I mean, he probably could work it out. But that's also a scary thought. That's because once he decides, he he decides. Like, uh, on top of that, though, too, like, don't I mean, no matter what the circumstance, even if I didn't know, like, the roommate when I moved into a place, like, we were both responsible for rent. So if they suck and they bail, I have to pay all of rent. You know, so. That's always tough. Yeah, like so. In the, like right. in this case, if Eugene ever like refused to pay for rent, um, it wouldn't matter. Like in a legal uh, sense, it wouldn't matter to the landlord because our names are on the lease, so we're just responsible for the whole amount. It's not like the rooms have been sublet. The whole apartment mm-hmm. basement suite had been sublet, so we're responsible for the rent for the whole thing. So if whoever moves in is like, no, nah, I don't have it. I w- what the fuck am I supposed to do? Right now, I can tell you that until their name goes on the lease, I could kick them out. I could just, I could call the cops and be like, "This person's squatting in this room, but my their name's not on the lease, so they need to go, and they're not paying rent." Oh boy, the old play asking and then uh, forcible removal. I like it. So yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, not forcible removal. It'll be nice removal because the cops are not going to drag you out or arrest you. I mean, they might if you keep resisting, but they'll be like, "Okay, sir, you need to leave because you're not paying rent." And you're like, "Oh, sorry about that, eh? I'll leave. I'll pack up my oh, things." Oh, sorry and go. about that, eh? Ah, <laughs> uh, the perfect scenario. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's not. I, I think I told you this. It's not a lot. It's not like I'm busy, but it's because I have to pack up his room, and it's busy given the times. In the sense that there's nothing else going on, so this is actually something to keep me busy. Right, mm-hmm. right. 
that's fair. Plus, uh, you know, that unknown variable, whether or not you'll be able to find one uh, smoothly and efficiently is, you know, that's causes anxiety, which doesn't help with the situation. No, right now I'm chilling because Eugene's been paying the rent, even though he's not been here. He said he can pay up to June. So I'm like, okay, cool. So it's not like I have to take my time, but I don't have any Wait, pressure yet. Wait, so the upstairs yet, is like, just empty? So it's not, it's just a basement suite, so it's a second room. So I've just been in this apartment on my own for a while. Oh, that's right, because he refurbished the house. Fucking slamming. No, he built yes, this house. Right? He built, he, he built bu- the house. Yes. Yeah. He, He's a he contractor. He threw a trillion dollars at this house and just, it's like Sims. It's up. He had cheap So, so it's, it's, it's a two bedroom, no, two story, um, whatever you guys saw that ad, like, I didn't even know, seven bedroom house with, seven uh, bedroom, seven and a half two, bath, yeah. Two basement suites. So the on the other side of the wall is a dude, and that's a one bedroom suite. And then it's just on this side. It's me and uh, Eugene. Look, the house that your landlord built is so big. He could have a second family, and they wouldn't know each other. Yeah, like they wouldn't even know. It's like holy shit. Somebody else lives in. It's this huge. House. <laughs> I think and there's uh, ghosts I here. guess <laughs> no, it's just the other family that lives on the other side of that wall. <laughs> I'll just uh, I'll, it must be the the tenant downstairs, and he just comes in, he's like Nick, please shut the I fuck need up. You either do me a favor. <laughs> he's like, I I can't tell you about who else is in this house, but I just I need to shout at you for a second and slam the door, and then pray the god. And he's like furiously texting. Uh, then he's like, all right, thank you, thank you, I appreciate you, Nick. You're doing a great job. Thank you for the IT support. Stop making some goddamn noise. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <clears throat> That seems like something you would do, actually. Hey, uh, I wasn't going to go that direction. I was trying to make a joke. Uh, but <sighs> At least I've gotten paid for it so far. So True, true. And uh, over on my end, uh, it's been a shocker, a boring week, but uh, I've been trying to pass some of the time by doing something that wasn't video games. And uh, hey, I actually uh, did exactly that. Uh, so instead of playing video games every single God-given moment of this beautiful week, I chose to work on animation for the stream that I do for playing video games every God-given moment of this week. So uh, basically, instead of getting to shoot the gun, I've been polishing the gun, uh, <laughs> you know, as America would like to kindly refer it. So uh, I've been doing a little bit of animation work, and I discovered that I can basically do movies with transparency and you know for anybody that's watching the stream right now you probably see stuff like popping in and moving around and stuff like that and uh that was something i didn't know how to do until uh, last week and i discovered how to do that and i've fallen in love and uh with the help of nick uh like reorganizing how the stream looks and all that stuff uh we have a bit of a different look for the way that casual master quest uh the podcast is running live on twitch right now and uh I think it looks pretty good. It looks clean cut. It looks uh, groomed. Level like up for Nick's sure. beard. No, because there's still yes. fucking things well. sticking at the side here, and then like it's growing faster down but here. But you're not a barber. Then, uh, Just like I, Tyler didn't go to school for that. You will both still get much better at it over time. But either way, both. But I don't want to. It's a pain in the ass. I I'm actually to hate grooming my own facial hair. I'm I hate it. That's why I'd rather you pay somebody to do it because they know how to do it. I'm, I'm not shaving it out. I'm my eyebrows off. Okay, that's fine. I I wouldn't pay <laughs> well, to see that. But all right, Patreon content. Here we come. I just may have agreed to something that I don't know if I can do. I saw one of the guys <laughs> like, in uh, do it, and it freaked me out when I saw his face. I don't like it. Asking for a friend. Actually, there was 
Did I ever tell you guys about the time where I had to shave my eyebrows? I'm pretty sure I did. It comes up like once a year. I may have heard it, but I feel like I've indulge heard story. us. Uh, I'll do a quick regaling. Uh, so <sighs> fun fact: uh, during one of the uh, podcast episodes uh, for uh, a previous podcast network I worked for uh, or worked with. Uh, there was a Halloween episode, and what better way to represent Waluigi than to dress as the man himself? So I got to be Waluigi in costume wow. for a podcast episode. Uh, the problem is, though, I was ghetto as fuck with it. I had absolutely no materials to prepare for this, and Waluigi is a fucking character. Holy shit. Uh, so the best way I can handle like certain things like his mustache and whatnot was construction paper sure why the fuck not it's a podcast episode they're only going to see loose video who the fuck are they going to know question how does tyler keep construction paper held on to the face tape super glue gum spirit gum we're going in the right direction here uh ladies spirit and gorilla gentlemen glue. the option the <laughs> ladies and gentlemen we have a winner over in the corner we have nickel chody mella with the answer what is gorilla glue so tyler thought why not use gorilla glue to make sure because super glue wasn't cutting it the look i'm not saying i'm a bright person at every given moment okay i my light bulb flickers on and off tonight that light bulb was shattered i gorilla glued <laughs> construction paper to my fucking eyebrows and it looked great i'm sure it was awesome what until you realized what happened <laughs> what happened afterward was a bit of a problem so i also had to do the uh the the mustache thing so that part was not a big deal you know i could just shave off bits of the mustache i did it like right here when i was able to take care of that the eyebrow thing was a different situation peeled off the construction paper no problem but there was a little thing called dried gorilla glue still attached to my fucking forehead uh, that was mixed in with my eyebrows. I'm trying to chip away bits, and it might as well have been like government level wax at that point. And I'm like, I'm like, doink! Oh shit! Just pulled out 50 eyebrow hairs, pulling that little chunk out. Doink! And before I knew it, it looked like I had a like an eyebrow piercing that I like some yakuza just ripped out. So I got like patches of bald spot in my eyebrows, uh. and I realized I was gonna have to lose 60% of my eyebrows getting this gorilla glue out so i did what i thought was uh, the best choice and just shaved it all fucking off just took care of it wholesale and i was like it'll grow in and thankfully because i have blonde hair no one fucking noticed because of glasses until i pointed it out but anytime i looked and i saw that my eye my eyebrows were basically like pockets of fat wiggling around at that point <laughs> instead of having a line probably doesn't I also tried help that you on top of glasses also have a lighter colored hair so you know like yeah, yeah. it's amazing how I, much we like the eyebrows carry emotion and then when they're gone they people just look like fucking aliens because they also brand you as humans like i feel like people think like oh what makes you human physically oh and no it's like a genital no it's your fucking eyebrows that's what it is eyebrows it's your fucking eyebrows oh, separating that that fucking valley of like nothingness between your hairline and your like eyes the eyebrows define you as a human being and when they're gone you look like an extraterrestrial <laughs> but you can't see my eyebrows right now <laughs> No, I can't. What like, does that mean? You just yeah, raised your eyebrows. I just saw them peek over. I know you're yeah, human. Yeah, they peeked oh, over oh, your glasses. Oh. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta like do the rock level eyebrowing, but yeah, I guess you could. The smoldering gaze. Dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So, 
sports. There, I did try like uh, fighting like the fact that I had to accept I didn't have eyebrows for about three weeks because uh, sh- that shit grows slow as it turns out. Uh, eyebrows are like shit. Uh, I've been moved in here for like you know twenty something years. You just come shave me off. What do you expect me to do? You know, do you want Amazon Prime on this shit? No, thank you. You're sitting here for a minute. Uh, and I tried using uh just for five minutes. I tried using like a, a form of mascara to draw eyebrows on, and I looked like that fucking lady from uh, the matchmaker from Mulan, and it did not work out at all. Uh, <laughs> like I, I just looked, and my reflection looked back at me. It's like you'll bring dishonor to your family. I'm like shit. So I you'll bring it off honor to us all. Thank you, Glenn. See, if there was a Disney prin- princess uh, in that game that we played last night, uh, I think that would have been you right there. Do you know why I got? I'm Do you know why I think I got Jasmine. Yeah, in in the movie after you get whitewashed. Uh, what do you think, uh, that Nick? Apart from me picking for Jasmine myself, do you know why I got Jasmine, or at least why I think oh. so? I mean, brown. I picked for a different yeah. reason, but I'm sure. You- yeah, I mean, I gave you Jasmine because she's clever and tactful. I thought she was. I think you're aggressive and tacky, and also you love to have a fucking tiger with you at any given time. But uh, and, I and mean, you also had to cancel had... your trip to B- Japan, which is pretty bougie, brother. Right, Jasmine had to do that princess. too. Oh, that was rough. The third movie, uh, A Prince Among Thieves. Yeah, she was yeah. like, man, I was going go to go over to Japan. <laughs> um, God, I love Disney movies. The obvious can be true, and the subtle can be true as well. Oh yeah, no, I was just trying to make a fucking joke and like make people uncomfortable. So whoever, if you're listening yeah. and you're comfortable, I did my job. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Checks like in the that. mail. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's been pr- pretty much uh, it for me uh, this week. Uh, it's just been doing animation work and uh, then the part where we played the the you know the video games because this is a what video game games? podcast. What video games? A lot. You play of video, video games? games? No, I, I played video games. I hate you play video, video games. games? The fuck? I thought we you weren't supposed to play games. video games anymore. Video games suck. Shit. They rot your brain. God. Whoa, Nick. Video games are are is is the work of Satan trying to control us. Wow. No, that's I Monster Energy always... Drink, actually. Oh, okay, never mind. Then I'm thinking of something else. Video games are fun. I'm in danger in different directions then, apparently. Wow. Uh, I gotta, like, Neo from the Matrix dodge all this shit. Like, shit, Satan! Well, I mean, the way I've always seen it, and here's me trying to make more people uncomfortable, is that Satan lost his position because he was just speaking mad facts. He was just spitting mad truth, and then somebody is like, nah, we can't let you do that. Down you go. And I was wondering when this line was going to be crossed. I I always made a rule. There's two lines that I will never, I will actively try to avoid crossing. It's like, you can call it the triangle uh, with the bottom out missing. I, I think three. Let's call it three lines. The the one that I was just making up is pretty much anything involving, like, uh, sex or shit or piss. Like, uh, problem is, though, I like that bo- bottom falling out because, honestly, Poop. <laughs> we, we, we live in an age where it's like uh, we should be more sex positive and all that stuff. But we're going to ignore that part. The two big lines I always try to avoid crossing was politics. But Glenn, Glenn, bless you. You took a bazooka to that wall and you just shot right through it. And I'm like, okay, yep. we got the uh, just other smashing wall. smashing Cheetos left we- and right. And so I'm, I'm holding up this last wall. It's like we must never cross this one because, it, you know. And all of a sudden and Nick, Nick says, no. <laughs> Listen, when I, that that wall is religion, Satan and Nick just starts to unsheath his facts. katana. Listen, <laughs> when we're talking about mythology, and people take 
characters uh, in in Hinduism, uh, like religions like uh, Lord Shiva, who is one of these, it's literally the strongest character in our um, like books, and turns him into a um, anime goddess. Boss fight. Um, I feel like I could probably talk about mythology and have some fun with it, and much like comedians, have people mad at me because I'm okay with that. So anybody listening, that was an opinion I expressed alone. So if you want to fight me, please, I need some interaction. Please fight me. Or a joke. Jokes or a inherently joke. jokes <laughs> just inherently mean that you don't mean them. It's like I was also, I, the, be- like- the, the earliest joke was there's a thing there. Haha, <laughs> not really. So it Told wasn't ya. true. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> it was um, me, yeah, Dio. It all connects, Mr. Todd. I'm not upset at you, Nick. I'm just happy because this is the glorious moment where we break down the third wall that I put up in my head two years ago. We destroyed We've, the strongest shape. I mean, yeah, it's, I, it's like if you ever want to... finally gone full shitter house. If you ever want to talk to me about the Church of Satanism and why I worship Satan, please reach out. LRThe11th on Twitter. Twitter. Um, I can talk to you about the tenets of Satanism and why it's protecting all people. Are you being serious right now? Are you joking? Part of that, no, part of that is found in, because, like, there are tenets for Satan. They don't worship Satan. Well, I know there's, no, 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 I know they don't. Okay, yeah. That's the irony of the name of the church. Yeah, so, like. They're they're basically low-key meme lords that are trying to do, like, great volunteer work, essentially. They're not oh, even wait, meme lords. Yeah. No, it's the, it's the media that makes them meme lords. They they have like a strict sort of like, don't fucking fuck with people. Don't hurt people. Don't be. A, don't fucking say something that's gonna be hurtful if it doesn't affect you and shit like that. And then everybody is like, ooh, ooh Satan, daddy, please choke me. And like it's yeah. I didn't know about that part. I was no, talking I just about, that about like general human decency memes. But you know what? Sure. Uh, oh yeah. Go. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Hmm. Welcome to the internet. True. So, uh, Nick, uh, what games have you been playing today or this week? Um, I I got into Valorant, and it's weird Ooh. because, um, like, I've made my disdain for MOBAs very clear, but I can still watch, no. like, sit sit down with Eugene and watch like tournaments because he's ex- he's sitting there explaining to me what's going on and why this is happening, and also tournament gameplay is happens at a much more um, deliberate manner. Like, these are teams mm-hmm. that sit together and work together and practice together, and things are happening for a reason, and there's, like, an overall strategy. Uh, and so, so uh, watching, yeah, watching MOBA gameplay, like, competitive gameplay, I can sit and watch. I still would, like, I have no compulsion to play the games. I still find them to play, like, I, like, it's just mind-numbing to play. But watching, it's like, competitive su- gameplay is, is pretty, pretty fun. It's surprising for you to say that, uh, in a sense, because uh, one of your biggest complaints about MOBAs is it's too slow-paced. Uh, and uh, when it comes to like competitive play, uh, the el- elite teams, whatever you want to call them, uh, they're usually safe unless there's that one domino knocked, and all of a sudden it turns into like a crazy team fight. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, like the rookie players, they'll go all in knowing that they're you know they're not going to lose eighty six thousand dollars in game prize winnings or something like that. But when it comes to the actual uh, team members in a MOBA game, it's like, all right, we're going to take 15 minutes, no deaths in the lane. It's like, that's boring as shit to me personally, but it's like... But yeah, but there's a there's it, a purpose to why they're doing... Like, I feel like it's also that also... Which is true. Like, I normally do get bored of, like, slow gameplay, but slow gameplay with, like, a bunch of randoms playing or, like, amateur playing is, like, they either don't know what they're doing or they're, they're, there's no, like, there's nothing on the line. 
Whereas with like a competition, there's there's something on the line, something's at stake, and these are teams who've been practicing for so long, and they're doing what they're doing for a reason. They're not doing this just to sit at the back and they're scared of fights or they're not scared of they're scared of pushing. They're like everything that they do is like planned and they have a strategy to go behind it. And when those fights start to happen and shit starts going down, like that buildup makes that weight worth it. It's like an artwork almost at a certain point, like depending mm-hmm. on how uh, the the cards fall down, but. Yeah, you're right. Uh, the opposite end of that is essentially is like Salty Timo, which uh, I'm not sure if you guys heard of that before. No, it's a uh, Twitch. It's a Twitch channel where it's 24/7, constantly streaming Iron Two or Iron uh, Four players. Like the, it'll basically pick the lowest tier of ranked games in League of Legends and just stream people like just duking it out. And the results is Badly. comical. Right, <laughs> it's so watching funny. the worst players face off against each other essentially. <laughs> So going off like me watching, um, so we were talking about Valorant. Uh, the point I was trying to bring up was, uh, which uh, like that brings me kind of like watching competitive uh, MOBAs to watching competitive CS. I can do because again, there's strategy and it's tactical and it's a shooter and they know what they're doing. They've been practicing, but I've never been compelled to get into CS because part of a part of it is it's it's not run and gun. I've never been a non-run and gunner, which is why like oh, Battlefield also it's never. It's way slower me. when I watched you play it's, it. It's very, very slow. It's very slow. It's, it's deliberate. Um, it's more tactical. It's more like what you do should have meaning. You you have like a clear objective. You're trying to like you know, uh, plant the bomb or defuse the bomb, prevent them from planning. Um, but CS, apart from like, like just as a community, I've heard can be toxic, and so part of that is like. I'm not very like I I'm not very good in that sense, especially watching CS gameplay. Like I don't think I'd ever be, that, and I don't want to deal with that toxicity. Like I don't even want to like be a part of the community like that. Um, but also like looking at the way the recoils work, looking at the way the guns work, it never interested me. And then mm. part of why I wanted Valorant was uh, part of it was I'm you know like as most other people, I kind of bought into the hype a little bit in in the but not like with when Project A was announced. I bought into the hype when these drops started happening and then my friends started playing and then I'm like, I want to play this now because I want to play with my friends, right? The people that That's I, how it works, right? Yeah, like the people that I play Destiny with or that I play shooters with, I'm like, I want to play with them because they're playing this now. And I guess Valorant made a little bit more of a easier, like more of an impression on me because it had abilities uh, much because it's the, the, the meme is it's CSGO Overwatch, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it's modeled after CSGO, um, but it has Overwatch-like abilities, but the abilities themselves, for the most part, are still modeled after, like, Overwatch abilities, uh, sorry, CSGO, like, um, tactical options. Like, there's smoke nades, there's, like, molotovs, there's things that, you know, to the large extent, are meant for utility and flanking and to be strategic. Some characters have more, more offensive utility-like abilities or whatever. Um... And so I got the I got the key eventually. I started playing. I'm really enjoying being tactical. It's not as not as slow paced as I thought it's slow paced as I thought it would be, because unlike CS:GO where you're just uh, rooted at one spot until the round starts, with Valorant you get to position yourselves like they put up these gates at certain areas from each spawn, so you get to position yourselves and make a push from uh, different directions and like plan your round out before it starts. And so I guess that kind of helps as I'm sitting and talking with my friends or whoever's in voice chat on the team, like, all right, we're going to push from this side or we can push from this side. So that like initial freedom of movement, as weird as like simple as it might be, makes it not feel as slow paced, right? Because I don't have to fucking run from one end to the other to actually meet somebody. Like there's some maps where Mm. if you really push up at like specific spots, you could instantly run into the enemy team. 
Oh, um, wow. Right. Like, you could just almost immediately run into the enemy team because it's maybe, like, one lane that's separate. Like, like you'll go... It's like an L. Like, they're blocked off on one end of the... At the top of the L, and you're blocked off at, like, the other side. And so you just round the corner, and then they're there. The thing that, like, threw me off, and I told this to you uh, during one of your uh, sessions with your friends, it was uh, the lack of music. And there's a reason for that. Like, uh, there's almost... What I don't even think there's any music whatsoever, is there? No, there's no music. There, like, it's music very much like, like uh, there's music at the lobbies, like at the start screen, um, and yeah. it's purely because it relies so much on sound. Um, like any right, other like, battle royale, like you need to know where these footsteps are coming from, which side somebody is, and I'm still like that's one thing that I'm learning. It's I can't fucking tell where people are coming from right now, and I don't know if it's a sound setting, maybe it's a fucking stereo setting through the the software for my headphones. Or something else, mm. but sound is very important because sound will also tell you um, how far the bomb is, how far somebody who casts the ability they are, where they're coming from, which is why like people slow walk around so they're not making footsteps right. so you can sneak up on people. Ah. Yes, and that so running like, I hate that so then. much. Well, like if you run fast, you can, they can hear you. Yeah. They'll know it like a general. So direction. it so it so it depends. Like you know, you can fake them it's out. The same so thing you can, in modern warfare. Yeah, like you can it fake is. them out. You can start running and then stop. And so, like, force them to, like, maybe peek out a little bit. But the game is about holding angles and pushing in, like, certain lanes and certain directions and working with your team as you move through the map, as you're trying to plant and stuff. And I'm enjoying it a lot more than I thought I would. And I guess part of the appeal is also because I genuinely feel like my aim is being rewarded. Except, mm -hmm. like, for the first few shots, uh, like, on a, on a uh, fully automatic weapon in the game, um, maybe the first... Let's say two to five shots. I don't know the exact number. Somebody like people have already broken down these numbers, but the first two to five shots, um, you can already tell where they're going. And then after that, it's God knows wherever the fuck they're going. The recoil pattern is not something you can control. Not like most other shooters like Destiny, you can control the recoil. You use a gun enough, you know where the gun's going to go, and then you can move your mouse accordingly to compensate for that. This, not really. So hmm. that, that was part of like why I wasn't interested in CSGO. Like you'd have to either tap fire a weapon to keep like the recoil going or you just spray yeah. and pray. And um, I'm saying it's a little more realistic, but yeah, it's more it's a little bit more realistic. And so that's kind of like knowing that I'm anytime I'm walking around a corner or I'm holding an angle, knowing that my crosshair is always at head height, which is something that I was talking with uh, Ricky about who I play with uh, for the most part. I don't know when I learned that. I don't know when I that became a habit for me to keep my crosshair always at like their head, like at head level. Right. Like that's been a skill now that's like I'm trying to think back on whether I learned it consciously or unconsciously, but that's been a skill I've had now for a couple of years. And like it's just amazing that like I I don't even think it's that amazing, but I think it's also like at the same time like I just picked it up. And like now I feel like with this game, because there's no aim assist on any of the weapons, you can plug in a controller, play with the controller, there's no aim assist, so it'd come down to pure skill on that too. I feel like my aim's being rewarded when I actually hit my shots and I do well. Um, like, yeah. it's most rewarded I felt for being, having like decent aim. And mm. that feels good. <laughs> it's honestly like, this kind of game almost like scares people like rookies like me away essentially uh but honestly it feels like uh not only does it give you a csgo feel uh there's been like there's customization with the different characters and whatnot right yeah so different they're called agents in this game um uh, but it's Ooh, same kind agents. of synonym you know champions heroes uh like they're called agents in this game and summoners. each 
Summoners, yeah, like whatever you want. Um, and with this, I, I found uh, uh, his name is Cypher, and he's pretty cool because he's got everybody has four abilities. They have one ultimate ability, uh, which you get by I think uh, kills charge it, and so it can you need to get six kills to get a point. Uh, like each po each kill will be a point, so you either need six points or seven points depending on the ability. And so I play an agent called Cypher, who's basically this some. Interpol stealth sloot dude and so my one recharge my signature ability is that I can put up a camera um, and like any any oh, kind yeah. of tra traps and stuff that I can lay they go invisible unless activated so I can put down a camera that I can fire a tracking dart from and like scope out an area I can put down a tripwire that people will get caught in they'll reveal the position to me and my team and it will stun them it won't do any damage unless they destroy the tripwire before it goes off I think there's like a five or six second delay and then I can put down a uh, essentially kind of like a smoke screen it's called a cyber cage puts up like this like think maybe like a um five foot radius kind of thing or like five foot diameter kind of thing um where it goes up and anybody that steps into it any enemy is slowed and also their position is revealed so he's very much like a which is very opposite of what i usually play too like he's very much like a like a um like a recon he's a recon character that's the word um, and so what I do is depending on the map, I have my strategy down for certain maps, but there's this one map where I will hold down as a point all on my own because I can tell, um, I watched while you were playing that one. Yeah. I can tell immediately when like the team's going to push up. And so I can like relay that to my team and they can start moving my way. Um, but I'd be able to hold it down long enough. Even if I die, they've been distracted long enough. My team will get there in time. Hmm. Nice. Um, and I've been using his abilities like if we're on the attack, that's on defense. If we're on attack, I can we, we push up one way and then I set traps on our flank. So the moment somebody tries to flank us, like if they because they also have a mini map, which is what is taking me a while to get used to. And so if I put up a tripwire, the team will be able to see that icon of the mini map. And so if they get Your caught only, right? My team will be able to see that icon. Yes, only my team. Yeah, okay. Okay. And so if that tripwire is crossed, if somebody's caught in it, it'll go red on the map. If it's been destroyed, that icon will disappear. So if I am dead and if I'm paying attention or if they're paying attention, they'll notice that and they'll be able to turn around and hold that angle. So that huh. saves us one angle to hold if I put the uh, traps far enough on a flank so that we have enough time to turn around and respond if they are coming up that way. Nice. Or they might nice. know that they're caught in a trap so they know they're caught like we they know that we know they're coming and so they'll go around the other way unless they so decide can, to fully how commit. Many of can can there be one of the same uh, character on each team similar to Overwatch or no, how does that work? Please, it's agents. It, it's it's locked to only one per team. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you have to cool. be quick in picking uh, a, an agent and unless you're playing the game. With unless you're playing with friends, but right. I played the game the other day where I picked an agent. And this dude was raging on Mike and decided decided to start uh, griefing me because you there's no friendly fire. But your abilities can, if you have damaging abilities, can hurt your teammates. Much like CSGO oh, where a frag grenade can injure your own enemy a team. Um, uh, while we were on a push, he would start using a Molotov on me, basically. A molly. And he would uh, kill me out because um, I wouldn't be able to run out of it in time. And I think it was the three of us uh, that were in a team together and was him and the other rando who we thought, I'm pretty sure they were a team, was playing a character that can put down like a thing on the floor that slows you. So it'll slow everybody. So include your team as well. So he put it down. I was slowed. He put down a molly. I couldn't run out of it in time. And I was killed a couple of times that way. 
What a douchebag. That's bag. unfortunate. Yeah. Because um, you took the champion that he wanted to play? Was that yep. the issue? I mean, I uh, all I said was, and I said this in joking way in pre-lobby, and he fucking lost it. I was like, fucking, you should have just downloaded more RAM, dude. You'd load up faster. And it was kind of like... Oh, Nick. I mean, you know, well, like... That's not he, mean. It's true. Your computer would oh, load faster. It's it's mean-spirited. But, but Nick, does that give him I, a reason I, to fucking kill me? Hell no. And sabotage uh, our team's effort? I'm not place, justifying yeah. it, but it's just one of those, a fucking course Nick says something like that. You're like, it, he had to find a colorful way of saying get good, essentially. Then he's like, I was on my fucking phone, I wasn't paying attention, and I'm like, whose fault is that? Not, how's that my problem? Yeah, no, I watch I watch a league streamer, He and somebody griefed him because he banned their champion, but they didn't hover it. So they didn't know that they wanted it. That's how you let people how know what you champions ban you want. One of the 130 champions. I know, right? And I was going to pick like, that was like, one. Get I good, think you nub. You don't don't get mad at me. You didn't even hover it. So yeah, it happens. Yeah, it's so, a riot you know, game, dude. So get yeah. used. <laughs> yeah, you can. It's, you it's can. So triggering when you don't have my rating for the rest of your team. You can. You can tell when uh, people come over from um, other games, and you can tell when people come over from CS. Because those are the people who play slow, play carefully, and just fucking wreck shit. So, right now, um, it's learning how to hold angles, learning how to, like, which weapons are best. Then it's learning how to best use my abilities. I feel like I'm slowly getting a grasp of that. And then also managing economy, because I often find myself uh, having to be okay with subpar weapons because I die too quick and I lose all my money. Right. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but beyond that, because I've, I've gone on about Valorant enough, I'm having fun. And uh, we'll see how this game, how longer this game lasts. I'm excited to see where it goes. There's going to be ranked and announced in the beta soon enough. Uh, like they already announced it, it's going to be coming out in the beta soon enough. So let's see. Um, I played a tiny bit of uh, Hitman. A tiny bit. A tiny bit. That that's like, scary. With the Jason that Statham means either... clone on it, right? On the cover. No, uh, this was uh, I don't know who the fucking devs are, but this is Hitman Two that uh, Tyler got for me. I believe it's still. Is this still? Crystal Dynamics? I mean, I feel like that probably sounds right. Uh, sorry, IO. IO Entertainment. Uh, because uh, they made the first one under the watchful eye of uh, Square Enix initially, but uh, there was a bit of a falling out. Square Enix was like trying to shut him down, essentially, like choke him out. And then uh, IO not only split, they uh, they made a deal with uh, Square Enix where they're able to keep the IP and make uh, Hitman 2 in the process. So just kind of like a survival tactic, and this is the result of it. So uh, you um, got to play a little bit of it. Yes. Um, I didn't realize that the version that you got me comes with Hitman 1 and 2. Oh, well, shit. So I jumped into Hitman 2 because I thought that's what it was. And they give you, like, straight up first mission, sneak on, like, take a fucking, pa like, speedboat, sneak on this lady's, this person's house, get some information, kill her with like 6,000 guards around um, and it's a little bit different because weird because I couldn't adjust the settings in terms of like sense and a few other things as I saw fit so it was like okay this is not in a bad way but this is that type of game this was made for I feel like it was made for controller first with all the amount of like buttons and things that you could pull up and like my key mapping was all over the place by default um, mm. but but that's more of a nitpicky like user experience uh, thing um, they don't really tell you anything, which I found a bit of a challenge. 
Like, I didn't know what buttons did what, how to pull up my weapons. Um, like, I had to go through the keybinds to learn all of that. Or, like, the kinds of tactics I have available to me. There was no, like, there was no tutorial. I wonder if it was because they expected anybody who was playing Hitman 2 would be, like, uh, the, the fans that played Hitman 1, essentially. And, and that's like, fair. Hitman 1 does start with, like, a full-on tutorial, like, this is how you do certain things, right. and this is how you do this. So, I wonder if, uh, because they introduced, uh, Hitman 1 as a combo to Hitman, you know, whatever thing you got there, uh, they didn't feel the need for right. a tutorial mission. So, I, I can understand that logic, but that's also bullshit. I think you should always... <laughs> it's, it's still bullshit, yeah. You should always, like, as, uh, like, any any kind of person making any kind of product should always be ready to, like, how do we train a new person to use this? Right. And so there was no, like, kind of, like, training whatsoever. I just had to kind of figure out things. I didn't know that there was a, like, um, uh, like, much like with The Witcher 3, there's Witcher senses where you could notice things out of the ordinary and things in the environment, smells, scents, tracks, you know, like, all of those. There's one of those, like, he has that. And I didn't know that, and I was running around this goddamn house for like 10 minutes before I'm like, Oh, by the way, there's this button, because I hit the button by mistake, and I saw a power line going to a garage door that I could fuck with to open it up and get in. And I'm like, nice. Oh, okay. Motherfucker. I could do that. And then I did the thing, and I, you know, found the information, found her secret room or whatever. And then, uh, like, I also, like, because I didn't know anything, it was giving me the option to interact with almost like so many different objects in the in the house. Like I could pick up a wrench, I could pick up a screwdriver. Is this actually going to be kill useful? Her with this? Do you want to kill her like, with that? I'm like I don't even know what I'm doing because like the mission was just uh, like uh, get information, and not kill anybody yet. And so like oh hey you found some rat poison. Oh like do you want to like take some sugar? Do you want to take some honey? And I go up, I do the thing, they come back, and she's downstairs in the living room while the guards are crawling all over the place. And I hear hmm I wonder if I should fix a drink. Could you? Fix Fix me a drink, please, with sugar and honey. And I'm like, so now I know that it's too late, but I know that I could have poisoned one of those things to kill her and then made my escape. It is, in fact, an option, as it turns out. But there was, like, like I, there like, there's different, so, the only reason I knew, I only found out that it was several, like, the two games bundled into one was because I fucked up, and I'm like, fuck this, I'm gonna restart the chapter, and I did something that took me back to, like, the title screen, because there was no title screen, it just jumped me straight into Hitman 2, and then that's when I realized, wait, there's other games in this? And then there was like, oh, here's a tutorial if you wanted to play through it. I'm like, yes, please. And that's when I quit. Because I was frustrated <laughs> that it's showing me the tutorial now and not at the start of the game. So when I'm no longer as frustrated, I'm going to go back to it. <laughs> because that was bullshit. Like, how did you feel about it? Uh, like, you probably were just frustrated the whole time. Just because you were basically bounced around like a pinball. Trying to figure out what the hell is going on. I had no idea what was going on. Like, like there was a waypoint taking me to where I wanted to go. But here I am assuming that there's going to be fucking enemies everywhere. And so I'm here, like, hiding, crawling around every inch of this goddamn, like, two-story, like, beach house property. And I'm like... And then it took me to a bench where I was like, I could act as a bodyguard. I'm like, why would I want to act as a bodyguard? There's nobody here. But apparently, you can kill somebody, take their disguise, and then you can go act as something to blend in and not raise suspicion. So it, I could have done that at some point. I realize now. So there was just a little because there was no like ice. There was no like here's a quick cheat sheet of what things you could do. You know, oh, have you ever played like if if there was like same thing with the Pokemon games, which is my biggest critique. If there was ever like at the start, have you played a Pokemon game before? Yes. All right, here you go. Have you played a Pokemon game before? No. We'll do what we've done for like Sun and Moon and X and Y. We'll just hold your fucking hand as hard as we can. 
You know, I would love that option. For, like, I would have loved that for Sword and Shield. You know what you're doing. I don't need to show you how to catch a fucking beetle. Or even, have you played it before? Here are the new features. Just the new so, features. Yeah, like, yeah. like I feel like that should yeah. just be an inherent option for everything. Now. Yeah. But, you know, I'm... I, I mean, I could say, Pokemon did that a few different ways, a little bit more forcefully. It's like, hey, do you know how they used a phone in gold and silver? Yeah, I know how to do it. That's right. You know how to do, and ex continues to explain that, don't you? <laughs> okay. You know, I guess you're all set then. It's like, motherfucker, I just said I, I well, know see, good. Well, like, so see, like the, that part's always been fine. Like the technology part, I'm like, okay, this is showing. They're telling me what features. It's more like, oh, here, let me show you a whole fucking battle of me catching this fucking Pidgey with my level six thousand fucking Charmander for whatever reason, because I've just not chosen to let it evolve, or it doesn't want to evolve. And it's like, I okay, cool. Oh, you're gonna use Scratch because you don't want to take it. Of course, yeah. Okay, you wanna. Also, you should weaken the Pokemon. I'm like, oh, really? Oh, okay. Thanks. I wasn't sure, you know, it's fifty-fifty. I thought I was yeah. just gonna chuck the ball at it at full health. Fuck it, why not? Every ball's right? a master ball, man. <laughs> so, yeah, no, like it was just with Hitman. It was just frustrating because I'm like, I would have liked to know this, and then also. I did play a little bit of that tutorial and it takes you through this whole setting and then you do it and it's great because you have your agent and you're, you're like your con like over whatever in your ear telling you like what things are and like where you need to go and then it's like all right do that but do it again but different and I guess it's this is where it like becomes not an issue with the game but more an issue with me I've not been in or pl at least played a game like this in a while where there are games that there are several different ways to solve a problem but like with let's take Assassin's Creed for example um, it doesn't necessarily punish you for taking like the all-out brute force method. Right. This game will punish you for that because there are certain requirements to do it in a way that doesn't get any kind of like capture any interest or like you want to do it stealthily, and that's just uh, game design and it's just different and it's there's so many different options and I'm not that I or at least I haven't played a game where I've been made to be that creative yet so it's just going to take me some time to try and get into it to see if it's a game for me because like the shooting's right. fun but the shooting's never been the focus of the game mm. and I like I, I realized like once you told me it's like I better be able to go in shoot everything and leave and it's like yeah I probably should have gotten you Rainbow Six Vegas or something instead then huh <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, we'll see. I'll give it like I'll give it a try. Like the only other thing that I don't like about the game, uh, which I think is made for a console, is that I can't set like a FPS limit, and so my GPU just fucking woof, powers up like a jet engine. You just hear the exhaust pipe. It has to turn on the NOS, but like I have a decent enough GPU, so I don't have to worry about anything. It's just I just wish I could. I mean, like, if, that was an if, option. If you if you're not doing 200 frames per second, then what are you doing at that point? Well, I can't even like I can't even do 200 frames a second because my monitor doesn't support more than 60. So yeah, it doesn't make a difference. As well, so I, it sounds like your GPU is gonna sure hell try anyways. Well, no, like even Valorant goes up to like 150, 160, but I'm not seeing more than 60 because my monitor is my bottleneck here. My monitor cannot output more than 60. Right, that's fair. Okay. Uh, well, shit. Valorant, Hitman, anything else in your end, Nick? Um. No, not until we talk about what we need to talk I'm gonna about. Say, we, we, I'm going to say, we got uh, technically two games that we get to talk about as a, a team. We, were, we uh, work together a little bit. Glenn. Glenn, baby. Mm. You you looking fine today. Mm -mm -mm. Hey, y'all. So, so <sighs> I, I know you had a bunch of new games you wanted to talk about, but uh, just for now, could you walk uh, talk about the same old, same old? Uh, same old, same old is... Um, WoW Classic, of course. 
ZG dropped this raid. week. Um, so Zolka Rub. Yeah, the new skinning of it. Basically, they, they got rid of the bug that you can bring in, you know, a virus. From when kill everybody. <laughs> into Very your major cities and kill everyone due to... I think they probably wanted to get rid of it. And then the whole COVID thing happened. And they were like, yeah, we definitely have to. Because we can't let people, like... They're already sad enough if they just can't, like, enter a major city without having some troll kill their character. Like, anyway. I mean, so, yeah. the game mechanic is literal social distancing. You can't get near other players. I actually uh, rated thing is affecting with you. a guild called Social Distancing this week. Yep. I uh, I started seeing those uh, guilds popping up, you know, uh, keep your distance and all that stuff. Uh, Like, always like a reference to, to, like, uh, quarantines is probably my favorite one so far. uh, Oh, yeah. A bunch of teenagers who uh, can't go to school right now. (laughs) That's funny. But yeah, so ZG's fun. I get a lot of stuff. I've been filtering bijus and coins, like Hakari coins and stuff, to guildies and friends. um, Yeah. Just to help them get rep because then they can make cool things for me <laughs> uh so yeah that's fun uh and then tft league all that i'm really still enjoying tft and league for what they are just kind of as like a stop gap it's like oh i'm getting ready to go to bed let's just play a quick game of league you know hop on and play some tft um so yeah that's the that's the old that's the same old same old stuff and that's I guess we got it. I, I, I guess I realized technically it was a joke. Uh, all the new stuff is stuff that we all did together uh, last night, wasn't it? Then, if you if if you don't mind, before we go into the the good stuff, I'm gonna have to do some housekeeping over here, and I'm gonna talk about a little something something called Final Fantasy VII Remake. So, when I last spoke with you guys exactly one week ago, I was about 15 hours in. I am happy to report that uh, after about. Between 35 and 40 hours of playing it, I have beaten Final Fantasy VII Remake on uh, normal difficulty, which doesn't matter because they don't record whether or not you're playing it on easy or normal. That doesn't matter to them at all. So if I wanted to, I could have played it on easy and just burnt through it. But at that point, I just wanted the challenge because, you know, I I like having a little difficulty to it. And uh, there's been so many fucking articles about playing easy mode in Final Fantasy VII is too easy. It's like, well, no shit. Uh, Playing easy but, in most games is too easy because it's called easy. <laughs> right. That's why I'm but, a normie I mean, in anything that's not PvP because I click normal. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so playing it and beating it, uh, I save. I'm gonna save like uh, going into like deeper deeper details because uh, I think Nick in the chat and I uh, made a uh, loose agreement that probably gonna do like a side quest or something like about it because he also just beat it. And I figured we'd just do like a full-on spoiler cast and just let loose about it. But uh, just uh, like give a rough idea, I've really, really loved the game. Uh, I think its most glorious moment was in fact the wall market, uh, especially with uh, the you know the dancing and all that stuff uh, that eventually happens. Uh, but the last twenty-five percent of it uh, started to feel drawn out. Uh, you know, Final Fantasy VII original canon was you, uh, you go in to Shinra base, uh, and you go rescue Aerith. There th- there's things that happen and all that stuff. That, so all that happened. we have spoilers coming up? we have spoilers? Uh, uh, are we talking about play- PlayStation 1 spoilers or remake spoilers? Because uh, I will not spoil anything on remake. Okay, cool. I was going to say, I just wanted to make sure we didn't need to warn anybody. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, okay, cool. But... I will say, though, that Square Enix uh, decided to make a decision to go in a completely different direction than I was anticipating them to do. 
Like when uh, Final Fantasy VII remake, uh, you know, became a thing, it's like okay, it's going to be a HD ass Final Fantasy VII. They're going to introduce a uh, more modernized combat system. Heyo, let's go and uh, the story is going to be the same or whatnot. They're not doing that. They're not following canon anymore uh it started to get like subtle like throughout the game where it's like okay uh little things here and there that wasn't supposed to happen but okay sure why the fuck not uh and then they started introducing characters that didn't exist in the original game and it's like okay you know yeah it's like a, a refreshment if you will but uh when certain things started happening when uh people you know live and people die that you weren't expecting it's like whoa okay Things are changing. Uh, some of them keep uh, to the canon. Some people don't. And they actually turn it into a story element to where they, they're making the characters themselves recognize that, hey, uh, there is a destiny. And they're calling it a destiny. And it's loosely translated as in everything you did in the original Final Fantasy VII. That's going to happen, you smucks. But if you yes. want... If you want, and you want to give a, uh, the the great gods, and they don't term uh, Square Enix, you know, but they show a shining light in the sky. If you want to give a, uh, the great god more money, we can change some shit up for you if you'd like. And we're gonna we're gonna give you a little taster here, a little here. We're gonna give you and they like just run you a little rail of cocaine just for you to just uh, test out. And all of a sudden it's like, whoa, damn, no, why did you do that? And it's like stuff like crazy stuff that was happening. It's like. And then, you know, right before you hit the end of that line, they kind of stop you like, uh, 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 you don't get the full hit for free, my friend. Uh, we'll see you in the next episode if you're willing to pay up the money. And so it's like, at the very end, they, they changed the entire premise almost. And it's crazy. And I hope people get that far. They're going to enjoy it. And either they're going to lose their minds in a good way, or they're going to go, okay, this is Square Enix bullshit as finest. Like they're, hmm. they're, uh, they're Kingdom Heartsing everything all over again. And Regardless, so they've got see... your money for the next one. Right, uh, they got my money. Like I, I'm drinking all that Kool Aid. Holy shit! You're you not the it. only one. I can tell you that. At least from my Twitter, like That's... there are a lot of people who fall yeah. in the same boat. They're just like, this is fucking beautiful. I love this game. And I'm and really surprised, honestly, because like it was such a beloved classic that I really worried that them changing so many things would just piss people off, but it seems like they've right. done it in a way that And it has, like, there's, it, so. there's a vocal minority there are people, yeah. that are, like, oh, fucking really? pissed of, like, they I fucking hate this, I fucking hate this, this sucks, this is shit, but the only argument I'll have for it, them is that this was not, which I think we covered last week, this is not a remaster. This, right. is, this is a remake. So, um, what's the, um, semantically... Your frustrations are aimed at the wrong thing. This is not a retelling of the same story that you're in love with. Right. This is a remake right. of that if same story. you want the story. HD remake, get the PC port that came out like three years later on uh, Steam. <laughs> uh, and then you can play the canon and enjoy it. Uh, th the weird thing is, uh, yes, as you guys have said, this is uh, different than what you know people were expecting when this uh, remake came out. And as a result, uh, all the fans that appreciated the original game and all that stuff, you would think their feathers would get rustled. But the problem with that is, uh, and I think this is a unique case, is uh, Final Fantasy VII is a game of tragedy for the most part. Like, uh, a lot of people don't remember that this game is nothing but miserable things happening to the people, left and right. It's bad thing after bad thing after bad thing after bad thing. And it's a story of fighting all those bad things coming at you one at a time trying to make things right but 
in this version of the game, they're actually jokingly almost trying to toss you a bone. It was like, not all things have to end in tragedy. There's hope for the characters in different ways. And I think for some people, that's almost refreshing because it's like you're getting your ass kicked in every single story cutscene and there's humor around the corner every given moment, but it's going to end in some kind of sadness. And with the remake, I think uh, they finally introduced like, you know what? Yeah, they don't die. Fuck it. And it's like, what? Whoa. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, huh? Well, not yet. At least we don't know what they have planned for the next episode. Yeah, right. How much of the story uh, did they get through from the original game? Uh, I'm going to say 85 to 90%. Uh, so far, they've okay. hit, uh, stayed to 85 to 9% of the story. There's been a couple of wiggle rounds, like uh, the ends justify the means kind of thing, where it's like, well, they got to that story point, but how you did it was actually kind of wonky. Uh, like a good example would be uh, Wall Market. Uh, Wall Market, you got to break into Don Corneo's mansion to rescue Tifa. And in order to do that, shocker, you got to pretend to be a girl. But the way you do that in the original game is much more different than the way that we do it in this version of the game. They which didn't I just will put not him swear. in a dress? Uh, the, he had the fucking work for that dress in a way that I was not expecting. <laughs> uh, and Did you see the, the video is, of the voice actress that played Tifa seeing herself talk in the game for the first time? She streamed it. It no, was I, uh, so precious and just like good and beautiful to watch somebody experience that much joy. Oh, man. Look it up later if you want, but it's it's wonderful. Hell yeah. Uh, and as a result, I uh, played through it, and I I think I said uh, at the very end, uh, the last end started to drag out a little bit, the final section, because uh, they kind of wanted to get the money's worth out, uh, making you uh, dislike or interact with different characters, like, dislike, uh, hate, uh, because there's, shocker, more villains in the headquarters of the bad guys. Uh, they, they wanted to make it perfectly clear you should not like them at all. Or there's characters in the Cinder thing. It's like, oh, I really like this character. And they needed to like really meter out like your time with them. Uh, there were some heavy plot points that they needed to deliver that they did a lot earlier in the remake than they did in the original one. Uh, because the original one was mostly Shinra. And then suddenly at the end, it's like, oh no, there's a new threat, you know, kind of thing. This one, they did things a little bit differently. They uh, they kind of ordered out the meal to a different proportion for each person. And it was really interesting how they did that. And then the very, very end, and like everybody knows that the end of this game is supposed to focus on you escape from Midgar, essentially. Uh, you, ba you basically, you save Aerith, you're, you're supposed to save Aerith, and then you uh, peace the fuck out. And then that's how the, the second arc of Final Fantasy VII is supposed to begin. Uh, they decided that wasn't enough. And again, won't spoil, but until I do the side quest with Nick, hopefully, but they decided to add on like a whole bunch of extra stuff, just like, uh, just to mess with you. And that's where the cocaine starts to come in. Like, uh, the drug dealer starts to come around. And he's like, Hey buddy, I got the credit card ready. You got the mirror. And it's like, shit. And so I, I might be a Final Fantasy remake addict right now. Uh, I'm starting to fiend already. It's only been a week uh, since I've uh, finished the game. And there is the option to getting the Platinum Trophy. I'm good. I'm so good. you're going to Platinum two games in a row? I realized that if I do this, uh, like immediately try to go for the Platinum Trophy for it, I'm going to have the same thing happen with me with Death Stranding and get the burnt the fuck out playing too much yeah. of Final Fantasy VII remake. Uh, like... I'm going to probably have to put somewhere between like 60 to 80 hours, if I'm lucky, just to get that platinum. More? That's not worth it to me. What? More or like total? Uh, 
Uh, probably total, so uh, I'm gonna okay. guess between like 40 and 50 hours on top of what I've done so far. And, like, the big thing is, you gotta beat the whole damn game on hard mode. And you don't get hard mode until you beat the game. So it's like, okay, I get to do a complete second playthrough of all the thing on a harder difficulty. Gotta do a bunch of things like uh, collect these things here and there. Gotta collect all the different uh, combinations because there certain quests give different results. And if you screw up or if you get one, you gotta complete a whole chapter because, uh, and you know, this might be light spoilers, but they let you replay the game as you see fit uh, chapter by chapter uh, once you oh. beat it. And so. If you want to do a side quest, you're like, okay, I'll just do this, you know, I'll nitpick this little, pluck out this little chapter, and I'll do that. But those chapters are like five, six hours long a piece, depending on which chapter. So if you screw up a little side quest that you're trying to get for a trophy, that's a whole new chapter you got to do. What's that? You want to get to a certain shop so you can buy certain items or maybe train up? That's a different chapter you got to do. You don't teleport right there. You got to play through that whole section and pray the God you get there. And hopefully, you know, you get what you need to. And it's weird because it kind of like drops you off in this weird space-time continuum and you're like oh you were playing here with these characters at this point these are the ones you're stuck with and so you don't get to pick the ch uh, players that were with you by the end of the game so if there's a point where i want to play and uh it involves like Aerith only i gotta kiss barrett goodbye and uh that kind of sucks knowing that there's very few points except for like the thing like the second or third chapter and then the very end of the game where you get to pick all the characters and stuff and uh it's weird. It's weird how it's set out. I, uh, I'm gonna save, uh, the rest of, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, Final Thoughts. It's a great game. I enjoyed it. It's still probably gonna be my personal game of the year for the time being. Hmm. But, I am playing another game that's, uh, you know, it might be off of the contender. I've only put about two hours in it, much like Nick, and, uh, I played the first two hours of Animal Crossing. And that's my <laughs> wife in the background. How was it? So, Animal Crossing is a game. Uh, my first fear was uh, by playing it uh, like a month behind everybody else, I was going to fall behind and there's no way I'm going to be able to catch up with everybody because like the general purpose is you get out of depth, you want to expand, you want to broaden your horizons, get cool stuff, meet up with players and all that stuff. And ultimately make a shit ton of money to pay off a debt so you can get off Alcatraz Island and make it your island. Uh, it appears that my fears about that is unfounded. Uh, because it doesn't matter in the very beginning, you're on your own in the first place. Like, the first step, I kind of, like, I, like, I streamed it live, so anybody wants to watch my first two hours of Animal Crossing, uh, you can watch it on the, uh, the VODs for the next couple of weeks, and, uh, so, playing it, it's cute, it's fun, it's friendly, uh, everything's paced out, and I'm at that stage where everybody, like, I'm being held, handheld at this point, and it's really throwing me off. Once you get past that point where it's like, okay, you gotta do everything they say and whatnot, then it starts to open up a little bit, and then it turns into, okay, you're holding my hand, you're telling me exactly what I need to- wait, what should I do? What should I do? And I'm, like, Whatever looking around want. with, like, a- yeah, it's like, I got a fishing pole in one hand, a bug, and it's like, I don't know what I should be doing, I'm scared. Uh, and so I run around just, like, idly, I'm gonna catch a fish. Cool. And the, the, the ultimate can. goal- the the ultimate goal in the beginning is uh you need to get something called nook miles instead of just paying off your debt with literal money and nook miles are basically like achievement points that you get for doing a certain amount of tasks of certain things so i'm just doing general stuff around the island i get the first goal post to basically pay off my debt 
Which, you know, fun fact, it's like, hey, congratulations, you went to a deserted island giveaway! Hooray! Everybody's, you know, shooting confetti and stuff, and then it's like, the next day, Tom Nook comes up to me, snapping his finger like Johnny and the Sharks, like, hey, by the way, I'm charging you for the fucking flight, the taxes, the labor, all the fees. Here's your first itemized bill. I'm like, you motherfucking warden. I'm in prison, ain't I? And, you know, he slaps it up. Uh, I'm suddenly in debt to the, you know, trying to live on an island that I thought I got, you know, one in a giveaway. I was wrong. I was wrong. So, uh, the big thing is I did pay off all the stuff I could. I, uh, thankfully was able to get a house but i have to wait until tomorrow in order for that house to arrive and i can begin the next process like the game in real daytime yes which i is, have to wait until fits which is why we were talking yeah, about the other day i don't know if it was on stream or not um or at least recorded or not which is why people are uh time skipping and which is why there's a it's split the fan base into two ones who are okay with time skipping because they don't want to wait which i don't see as a problem and ones who are like fuck you play the game as fucking intended motherfucker bitches and i'm like okay that's like one side's a lot more fiery uh i mean one side like they're purists essentially like if you want to play the game as it's intended you need to accept that you can't play it all the fucking time you can try but there's a certain limit to just how much you can do in a given day. Like, there's so many right. events and stuff that they'll hand out to you. And then after that, it's pretty much what I was at, where I was free-forming, fishing, and catching bugs and stuff. And the more days huh. you spend, each new day is a fresh new thing. And so, in this case, it's like, hey, tomorrow, when you come back on, there's going to be a house for you, and there's probably going to be a couple of events you can do. You might be able to make a couple of things to explore the island a little bit more. Because uh, I made a tiny little mistake uh it lets me pick from four different islands and i'm like oh this one has a delta you know uh the oh, ri no. river splits in two and goes and uh splits across i'm gonna pick you know this one that way i'm in this uh one third of the island where i have rivers on each side that's gonna be cool and the game starts i'm like hey welcome and i was like okay i want to cross the river <laughs> you, you want to fucking do what son i want to cross the river i've seen the stream where you get a pull you want the fucking pull on the first day? <laughs> and Thomas looks, Hey guys, check this dumbass out! He wants the pull on the first day! And I'm like, can I get- No, you can't get the pull on the first day! You gotta enjoy that one third of the island you're stuck on. I'm like, shit. So, uh, right now, I, uh, I gotta progress until I know how to make an item that allows me to cross the river so a I can pull. get to the other- A pull. Uh, like, pull vaulting, essentially. Yeah. To uh, pull vault over the river. It's and so, strange. I'm being- I'm being cocked blocked by the day system right now to explore two thirds of my island, but that's okay. I'm fine with that. There's, you know, there's a bunch I can do. I, I've collected a lot of weed, and so far I'm starting to worry like whether or not there is a different drug habit habit that I'm starting to develop here because like it gave me house clean or house flipper vibes where I was able to pick up like 400 different weeds, and it's like so I got nothing but weed. Uh, I. I by that I mean weed plants specifically, mind you. The devil's lettuce. The devil's lettuce is just growing everywhere on this island. This is why I'm in prison. Uh, His pockets full of weed. And so my first hour, pretty much, was me just cleaning up this one third of the island. I'm permitted, permitted, mind you, not uh, you know uh, full capacity, uh, permitted to visit. And I had I had no idea what the fuck to do with it. And the game's like, you know, if you want, you can sell it. And the man was like, don't do that. And so I explore, I get two island 
electors, uh, like neighbors, I guess you would call mm-hmm. them, were uh, they're random selected, as well as the fruit on the islands randomly selected. And my wife was telling me, hey, if you get peaches for uh, your fruit this island, restart the whole fucking game. I'm like, if you get peaches or don't get peaches, if I get peaches, why? And she want she wanted me to restart the whole game. And I'm like, why? And she's like, because if you get a fruit from a, a different kind of fruit than say somebody that you were friends with, they sell more on their island. So does Amanda have peaches? The, Amanda has peaches. Apparently, Nick in the chat has peaches. Nick in the chat's mom, who plays as well, has peaches. Everybody like super close has peaches. So when my island started and I had apples, it was like, oh, oh my oh. god. So. <laughs> so like also when the first game first launched there was a sl- there was an army of people on twitter that all i was seeing was i've had to reset my game almost 50 times just to get peaches but now my fucking island neighbors are ugly because essentially people like it's <laughs> like people want their shit to look cute because you get to build like at some point uh you get to terraform the island too mm-hmm. so you can like remap right. the rivers and stuff and i will say tyler when you get to that point there's only a certain number of bridges you can place down and they're permanent so be careful anyways um oh no uh, bridges that are permanent that sounds like a dream after death stranding fuck that i'm okay with that it, no just like if you want to change them later for an aesthetic you can't apparently uh, though i'm talking out of my ass i don't too much anyways so no it's okay people would be like i have to choose i either want peaches or i want good looking neighbors and so it was just like a moral dilemma, like because you get some, re- you get some really like weird, funky looking neighbors so, because it's randomized. Just call them what they are, uggos. Some real uggos. <laughs> and, um, like homeowners uh, association would just fucking like kick them out for not having a right type the of material is for the one driveway. One quarter of a centimeter too high. <laughs> and also, um, um, I think you have to move out now. The starting islanders can't progress their houses past a certain level, so that's something you should keep in mind too, apparently, because that's important. Because there are different levels to a house, and they can't take it to the final level. Do you both have this game? Not yet, no. Okay, me and Sarah just got it yesterday, so me and Sarah will both have islands, yes. Uh, I don't know if it's shared, because we did it on her account. I don't know if I can play it if it was bought digitally. Can I? I think as long as you log into different profiles, it has different saves. As long as you have the space. Okay, for the memory, so the game right? is games. on the machine, though. Yeah, so just yeah, right. as long as you log into a you, different. You profile. won't be able to play the game because all the ones that we had had. Oh, that's. I mean, we only have one Switch anyway, so you know. True. So, uh, but like, yeah, all the other games we had bought were cartridges. They weren't digital, so I didn't know because, like, obviously, we can both play Breath of the Wild because it's just a cartridge, right? But if I bought the game, hell yeah, on each her one account, holds the Joy-Con. True play. Yeah, so you just make a <laughs> different profile, and when you log into a different profile, yeah. it has different saves. Yeah. So yeah, same thing I with have, the digital. I have my profile as well, but it's also got a different, you know, like payment option and you know, link right, to Nintendo right, right. account. So, but if I can still play right. it, I will come visit your island. Yeah. Please do. Uh, apparently, until I get the house implemented, which is tomorrow, I won't be able to visit other people's islands. So I get a little time to do stuff or you know, mess and dick around, just learn the basics. Uh, the big thing that I got excited for, but I'm afraid to do it live on stream, is you can develop your own clothing. Uh, make your own flag and whatnot, and so oh yes, can, yes. Oh, wait, in so in the world, yeah. So yeah, in animal crossing. it's basically like yeah. a like an art palette thing, and then you get 
colors and you can go pixel by pixel to make any kind of design you want which is what uh, like again when we were watching that wendy stream before we started uh, uh, our dnd session um you uh, and i mentioned brandon something called nookzon or something where people are selling um their designs for i don't know if it was real money or in-game money I think it was in-game money, just to keep See, yeah, real money us. might be illegal. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> considering it's a third-party site, it's, it wouldn't surprise me yeah, if people were doing say, that. Oh. So, Black market yeah, this wasn't point. like this wasn't an official thing. I know yeah. so many people that buy Russian, like Russian and Chinese miners' money in WoW. So, with real money, so in-game money well, trades for items for Nixon. Okay. Yeah, they pay real money for. Fake, I fake stuff. I, yeah, I, I still wouldn't put it past some people okay. because you know you have all the ta- yeah. artists who are like, look at fucking this hentai specific thing with all the part. Like Ooh. it's a it's a Wait, three by I'm three streaming. panel yeah. that's been made, and you can buy it from me to fifty bucks, and I'll give you all the nine QR codes or whatever. And then you just have to like input that code, and then it's all yours. And then you can use that in any way you want. So people can do that with wall art, wallpapers, clothing, towel, like fucking like you can make it look like. It's very customizable and it's pretty awesome. It's like oh. House Flipper taken to another level, essentially. Like, I can wear my art, essentially. And uh, as somebody who's been learning to draw, I think this would be a fun way to learn how to draw unassisted on a different front. But the, at the same time, just built a cool design. Uh, mm. I end up making a design on the uh just because it gave me nook miles to progress me towards getting my first house here but uh i was kind of thrown off by it because uh there's just a couple of like basic staple stuff if you try to mess with his tools uh an example would be the heart stamp you can put a heart on your uh you know somewhere in the clothing of a different color uh everything was of a even number of spacing on the grid and the heart was uh symmetrical to an odd number and so no matter where I put that heart, it was always going to be off by one pixel. And it, it drove me fucking mad, no matter what size. And so I had to ignore that. But I think, uh, you know, give me enough time and dick around with the. I think I yeah. might design something cool. Plus, uh, Make an asymmetrical Amanda, design. You'd be good. I mean, they're not going to notice once the line gets off, or will they? Uh, um, Amanda showed me uh, she was basically looking at what looked like a beating design. Uh, she took that beat design, uh, did it to pixel perfect represent a Charizard. Uh, so she now has a Charizard graphic on her shirt. And, uh, like, if you think about it, you could basically do the same thing with, like, uh, Minecraft pixel art designs. You can just take that, like, if I wanted to, I could pixel point paint a scissor or something, or, uh, whatnot. Yeah, as long uh, as you get the dimensions right, yeah. So, that's something Ah. to look forward to. Yeah. Um, I've seen people who create, uh, Naruto clothing. From all the like the different um, people, and so like you have the Hokage running around in somebody's island. Ooh, get out! And uh, just asking for a friend, can you get other villagers to wear your clothing if you wanted to? That I do not know. I don't. <sighs> I want to cool say I don't could. think so, but do not know. All right, all right. I figured Amanda in the chat would. Uh, <laughs> I love how she's Nick in the chat and Amanda in the chat. Wow, are they related? Uh, if they're probably going to answer like pretty crystal clear, but uh, yeah. First couple hours, uh, looking forward to play it maybe a little bit more tonight, and then uh, seeing what crazy bullshit get a I can house. go tomorrow. Yeah, I'm gonna get a fucking house. Dude, and that then seems I'm like a go- lot of fun to me. Like being able to be like, oh man, cool. Now I just have to like go to sleep, and then tomorrow something new will be there. Yeah, That's like a from really right. yeah from that from that aspect, it's an interesting concept. But for people who are dedicated content creators, they don't got the fucking time. Fuck the waiting. Yeah. And I can understand it and Yeah. I would never like like heckle someone because they did it a different way. That just seems like a 
like you know again, what I mean? if it, like if it's, it's something you don't get with other games, it's if it's a new way to experience something. So I don't know. I appreciate it. That if it's something really cool that gives me. you a competitive edge, I'd be against it one hundred percent. Because mm. that's but this is fucking Animal Crossing. People just it's, look there's cute no and they want to. Yeah. No, there's <laughs> it's an ego competition more shit. than anything else. I played the shit out of the first uh, Animal Crossing on GameCube. And so when I saw that the new one was coming out, because I didn't really play anything past the first one, like every, there right. was expansions and other things, and I was just like, nah, I'm good. And now this is out, and I love Stardew. And this just seems like a little higher production value Stardew with, you know, better graphics and maybe a little more options and customization. So why the fuck wouldn't I like it? <laughs> the only thing that I'd be concerned with Tyler playing is, is that, Tyler, you're going to reach a point where... You're gonna know the most efficient way to get the most bells to pay off your What's debt. What's that? I'm gonna make a hundred money trees and a thought like I'm gonna be like a stock man with turnips the moment I get introduced to like haha. Why I'm would you care like, about turnips? Oh, oh, uh, oh, my dear friend. I know nothing about Animal Dick? Crossing, but I can tell you that turnips right now are the most efficient way to get money. So every, I think it's every Monday, there's a specific day <laughs> where the price for turnips resets when you're selling it to, uh, selling it back to Tom Nook because they run the store where you sell shit back to. Um, every Monday, uh-huh. the price resets. And so all, every like Monday, all I'll see is who's got the best price for turnips because they can go from anywhere from like 10 bells, which is the currency, to like 900. I've seen somebody, like, like somebody's island buying them for 900 so what they'll do is each each yeah so what they'll do is they'll it's just stock. it's essentially it's, stock. it's essentially stock so they'll farm turnips and then they'll uh start going on twitter or like reaching out to the friends what's your fucking turnip price all right 600 what's yours 700 what's yours 300 fuck out of here what's yours seven like 750 all right <laughs> all right cool what's your fucking friend code all right i'll give you so much of this or whatever or like i'll open up my island some streamers will do that yeah. yeah i know i know okay. one streamer she posted now a thing where she's the like streamers the, okay. My price is 563 today. Um, here's my friend code. You're welcome to come to my island, but just know that if you come to my island, I'll be sitting in there watching you sell things, and me and my chat are going to make fun of your fashion choices. That's the trade-off. Fuck it. Why not? <laughs> I'll, that's wonderful. Um, I'll wear the most stupid shit. I'll wear a horse head if I can and just say, fuck it. <laughs> because it's I'm cold. <laughs> the problem also, apart from paying off your debt, there's all these cool shit that you want to buy from like certain vendors that come and go. Like some have like a weekly routine, some don't, some just have a chance of showing up. And so people want to make sure they have the money to buy these cool clothing items or some other like furniture or whatever else. Can you imagine the best way to like suddenly get followers on Twitter is by announcing, hey, if you follow me on Twitter right now, I'll give you access to my island that has 700 per turn on. And also it's like going from 300 to 10,000 just for that one moment. And just like, I'm popular because the game decided I have good turnip prices. But the problem is it's so volatile because it is very much like stocks. So one week you're in the clear, oh, yeah. you, you, and then next week you, like, meet the fucking you? Sh- you don't meet shit. Nobody remembers you. All they cared about was your turnip prices. They never liked you. They never cared about you. They don't think your island's cool. But for that, for that week, for that week, it reminds me of the days in RuneScape, and uh, not to backtrack from that, where player-owned houses were a thing. And one of the prime things about that was uh, you could train up your prayer level like crazy by running bones from the bank to the player-owned house altar. And when you had the the fanciest altar in the player-owned house, and you open it up, and you were lighting the incense burners and all that stuff, and like you were doing God's work 
for these people who you are saving them hundreds of millions of gold pieces your gp whatever trying to you know they're like holy shit you're the best thank you i'm gonna add you we're gonna do raids and shit together and the next day when they all got 99 and you're like hey uh do you want to do some cast who the fuck are you it's nobody like, invited you leave no, no one yeah it's like you've been right, ignored boomer. you've been blocked it's like no one fucking knows you after that you're you are their god for a whole, you know, since we're breaking the fucking barrier. You are their god for like 20 minutes. And then after that, you are just some guy on the road. And it's just amazing to me, like, how quickly that can turn. But hey, if I can capitalize that, and stonks, yeah, pretty much. Stonks. If you can get stonk tips, just the tips. Welcome uh, to Casual Master Quest, a stock market conversation. <laughs> And beyond that, I uh, played a little bit of WoW Retail with the wife. Uh, the big thing is, I, as a token of appreciation for the way she's been strung out, I got her a cool mount. Uh, a mount that came into the Cataclysm expansion, uh, where instead of, it's a cool sandstone drake, a dragon, essentially. But instead of riding the dragon, you turn into the motherfucking dragon and somebody can ride on you. So it's a two-person mount. It's cool as shit. Is a problem, a little problem. Why is that a problem? I gave it, I gave it to her level forty paladin. It's a cataclysm expansion mount. She's not able to get it until she's level eighty. She can't equip it. So if I got it to her and it's locked to that <laughs> one account, so if I gave it to her a level one hundred and ten uh, paladin, no issue. It would have been set. But because I gave it to her and it locked it on her level forty. We need to get that motherfucker to level 80 so she can actually use this thing. So she's huh. been fucking Brandon? hard in on World of Warcraft right now. And basically, it's like watching a greyhound dog be set loose. And I am hanging on to that leash trying to go along for the ride. It's weird because it's like before I was trying to like, honey, you want to play WoW? Oh, man, I got a headache. I'm not feeling it. And suddenly it's like, you want to play WoW? You want to play WoW? You want to play WoW? Like, but it's her. Uh, her. She's asking yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it's weird. It. And so I'm but is down she for doing it. now? Like Maradon? Like is and she? When, yes. Uh, like we we just push. We just hit like level sixty era. So now we can play either. This is oh. a cool thing. MCN and uh, in retail. They uh, allowed you to uh, do uh, either Burning Crusade or Wrath of the Lich King uh, as an expansion. You can skip the Burning Crusades if you wanted to. Oh. Uh, Burning Crusades back in the day was like level 58 or 60 technically to level 70, but they realized that most people don't give a fuck about that expansion at all. Burning Crusade. Sorry to the yes, as a classic player, only the hardcore motherfuckers really ever cared about that expansion. They were more than happy to skip past it. So I've they're heard like much better things consistently about Wrath, and they they got better with Wrath and onwards. And so they're like, if you want to get from level 60 to level 80. We're going to introduce the, like, they first introduced the sliding scale to where every single quest, like, you could be in fucking uh, Elwyn Woods, I think it's called, the starter Elwyn area Forest. for humans. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you could be in there at level 50. Those quests will give you level 50 XP and gold. So, what? yeah, they scaled everything so you could quest anywhere you fucking wanted to, and they'll scale the rewards to you, including the enemies. Like, uh, oh, the okay. wolves... So if you're a level 50 in Elwyn Woods, those wolves and bandits and shit are level 50 as well, but so are the rewards and XP. So you huh. can level up anywhere you wanted to. It was a cool concept. Uh, the problem is, though, that means everybody just wanted to level in Elwyn Forest because they knew it the easiest, you know, to do and all that stuff. Right, outside of the main city, too. 
And as a result, uh, once you hit level 60, which opens up the expansion territory, they're like, you can do Burning Crusade or Wrath of Lich King at 60, because we scaled everything to whatever level you are. And so <laughs> uh, we just hit that territory. So right now, my wife, I love her with all my heart. Great success. Is currently playing World of Warcraft without me, because I can't play with her. Uh, and it's such a weird concept watching my my sweet beloved say, you know what? I don't fucking need you. <laughs> Just like, so long, sucker! Shots off, because she knows <laughs> that since we do dungeons together, I can be level 60 and still play with her in the same dungeon as her at level 80, because mm -hmm. it scales everything down or up. And so, huh. it's an interesting thing. When you said you got her something... It. I was wondering if you got her that uh, that panda or the zergling. You know what I'm talking about? No. Uh, you can only get them if you got the original first special edition. It's it just you could yeah, at the beginning of the game if you had those or you have a code for one of them, you get a little panda pet or a zergling pet because at that time I think Brood Wars was coming out. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's apparently if you want one of those or a code for one of those, it costs around $2,000 now. So it's like, that's accurate. I was like, did you go crazy and get her something super crazy? Anyway, you know, or I, I wouldn't put it out that you just had the code, too, because maybe you played it in 2004 when it came out. I did not. I started Wrath of the Lich King, so you don't have to worry about that. Oh, okay. So, fun fact, this is going to come with a tangent, and we're already getting long in the tooth, but that's okay. I <laughs> think uh, we'd, we've been wanting to talk. It's our MO. So, so <laughs> uh, back in the day where uh, it was Amanda, Brandon, and I doing a podcast uh, called Super Goon Squad, uh, we really liked playing WoW at the time. That was when we first got into it like together as a group. Uh I decided to try something a little silly out, and I bought, uh, Brandon and I, or maybe he bought it for himself, either way, we both got these, uh, there was something called, uh, World of War Warcraft cards, essentially. Oh, uh, I had those, yeah. Like, pre-existing before Hearthstone days kind of thing, they had, mm -hmm. uh, a World of Warcraft style wow, trading, uh, game, trading yeah. card system. Mm -hmm. And amongst those is loot for items that you can redeem in World of Warcraft, like codes and stuff and so these codes oh, oh. what i have a uh, bunch of those uh-huh they're just uh -huh. down there in a box oh along shit. with my You're old star on. wars cards and so yeah, there was a Brandon star wars trading I card game <laughs> bought a hundred dollars of these defunct cards that no one ever looks at anymore and mm -hmm. so it's a shit ton of pokemon card booster packs we're doing pulls and shit uh, I don't remember what I get, but the most iconic thing was Brandon got stupid excited. Like, we, I think we were on Discord, and we just, like, started drawing packs, like, live in the podcast, and you just hear him going, <gasps> I'm like, what? He's like, I got the most expensive one. I'm like, like, I had no idea. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, I got the Dark Portal. And I'm like, what the fuck is the Dark Portal? The Dark Portal is uh, a special animation that you can only get by getting this particular card where you're Hearthstoning and you walk through the actual Dark Portal. You got that. Oh. You were the, in the classic days, the fucking pimp daddy of, you know, McRitch Bucks. And oh. on retail, uh, you could sell it for, I think the cheapest was 200 bucks. You know, that's a $200 animation. It, when he pulled it like three years ago, I have no idea. Like at the time, it's probably worth thousands because, you know, that was one of the few things back then. Uh, now that everybody has cooler, different ways of getting out, uh, you know, it was just kind of like a, a throwback at that point. It, it was retro. But 
back then, the dark portal hearthstone thing, like when he drew that, he had to choose between having that hearthstone uh, dark portal tally out or he could sell it for 200 bucks. And he used it and uh, he chose to put the code and gave himself it. And it's like, why the fuck not? And then a week later, he never played World of Warcraft again. But, you know, that's besides the <laughs> Anyways, you were talking about... I've actually completely forgot what we were talking about that led to uh, that card pull. But uh, what were we uh, talking about? It was an interesting conversation that somehow went from... I think you were talking about Animal Crossing and you were talking about how proud you were. And you moved into talking about how you're proud of Amanda playing on her own. But initially, we were talking about her playing Animal Crossing, talking to you about playing Animal Crossing which you were talking about originally. I feel like there was a point H somewhere in there that led to that tangent, and I have no idea. Nick, uh, you're the referee. What was the, the tangent? What broke us off there? So we played a game together this week, um, the four of us. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. You are I'm, our I'm, North I'm sorry, star, for, Nick. Forgive me. Not that I don't pay attention to WoW talk, but a part of me dies. Like, my part of my brain <laughs> just kind of like... <laughs> You AFK. It's okay. It's like I pay attention I mean, to some details and I'll it. chime in when I like, oh, Eugene told me about this lore. Oh, I know who Illidan is. Oh, I, I follow this guy who had a custom 3D printed with working LEDs hand of rag made for him and it's on his wall. Um, so like I'll like things like that. I'll flare That's up. Awesome. But then my brain otherwise just that shuts down. That would be down. awesome. In fact, I have I'm a working 3D printer. Uh, Amanda and I did a, a raid in Cataclysm to where we both got the epic version of the Hand of Regnos. There's so, a new, uh, an epic they, intru- they They introduced an epic because in retail, you can transmog anything to look like something, except for legendaries. Oh. But if there's an epic version of the same exact looking thing, you can transmog that. So we trans. I can transmog my thing to look like I have the Hand of Regnos. Is it, is it just like slightly worse in stats or... I mean, you gotta think, this is a level 90 epic weapon versus a level 60 legendary. It's a little bit stronger if you're, you know, like, if you're to compare the stats. Like, I have the Hand of Ragnaros, but, you know, just equipping it and showing that I have, you know, gold text doesn't mean anything, unfortunately, nowadays. But, uh, it's just cool. It's more like aesthetic, uh, appeal for nostalgia at this point. But, mm. uh, yeah. Anyways. That's cool. I'll back up a while. Because, uh, like, if you're the task manager in Nick's mind right now, you see his, like, uh, CPU processing <laughs> starting to go under heavy strain trying to uh, focus on I'm, every like, time we spend an extra second I mean, I can, I can imagine, like, it's probably the same when I used to go on, like, long, big things about Destiny. Like, wow, it's just never, like, again, except for the lore, I'm like, okay, this is this is a game. Sorry, did you say fuck Blizzard? Yes. <laughs> As we all spend half of our time playing <laughs> WoW, WoW Classic, or Overwatch. Yeah. So anyways, uh, the three of us, uh, technically the four, four of us, us, because Brandon, the four of us, mm-hmm. I want to give a full uh, shout out to Brandon. We played uh, two games together yesterday. Uh, I, I think we should talk about the big one. That was a game. Uh, it is Len, a game. Nick, Brandon, and I uh, played <laughs> a little game. It was called Totally Reliable Delivery Service, I believe is the full yes. term. Yes, I didn't even know that was the name. Uh, I mean, we skipped like I think we all four words of meaning. We did two deliveries in the first five minutes. Yep, and then after that, it was just like free for all, pandemonium. Like, it, it it was a good uh, time. <laughs> like, so who wants to take fun. off trying to describe what the fuck this game is and what we did? Because that was a game. It's like it's like human fall flat mechanics, 
but they're supposed to be a purpose, but you don't care because the game is so goofy and fun to just mess around with that. Yeah, I think we were just- I, uh, I didn't need a purpose. You just gave me like a big sandbox full of goofy fuckery. Like I'm gonna have fun, you know? Yeah, I think we were just also caught up in like exploring and seeing what we could possibly do because the movement is so fucking stupid that the moment we realized that I so I feel like I was the only like for all of us I think it was the first time we played right mm. uh yes I believe you said you played by yourself for a little bit right yeah I saw somebody like this was maybe last year sometime I saw some some streamers playing it and I'm like oh let's check this out and I saw it was an open beta and I'm like oh let's just let's just hop in and just just fuck around a little bit play for maybe 45 30 minutes did some of the deliveries the deliveries are actually hard to do once after you get a certain point because the physics are just so right. wonky like the physics for like gravity yeah. and everything no. things just bouncing off because it's they give you different objectives for each delivery either it needs to get there at a certain time within a certain time or they need to be in like good condition and you get awarded different things based on like how well you did like a different trophies oh, you got gold silver bronze or whatever and uh um, that's, that's stranding huh. basically what happened was when we started um we like oh deliveries okay cool um oh look Aha. there's a golf cart I can run over my friends. Oh, look, there's a helicopter. Oh, look, there's a no, no, there's no. A I think the moment where it truly escalated was when we were there and like I ran into somebody with a golf cart and then I hopped off and I was like, ha ha, you can fart. And then somebody was like, God, Glenn, why'd you run me over? And then it was just you in a truck just plowed them over. I think it was You just Tyler. fucking destroyed me. Just, just like, like what just I was a little frustrated because it was Glenn, Brandon, and I just dicking around. And I'm like, what the fuck is Nick Lone Wolfing over there doing? And all, all of a sudden, sure as shit, with a straight truck. This motherfucker comes barreling in like it's Grand Theft Auto and he needs to get five stars of bust and just bodies me into non-existence and just obliterates me with that thing. And, and chaos then, for three hours. It was beautiful. Oh my god. It, you, like, I think uh, Nick and Brandon proceeded to say, alright, we need to form an alliance of chaos. And then uh, I, like, I wanted sweet revenge. I start hauling ass in this forklift that has a max speed of five miles per hour. Oh, yeah. And that's how we... How we proceeded to explore the island with me just like, ah, it's a creeper, I'm gonna get you. And you guys are like, oh shit, there's ramps. And he spent like five minutes, and I'm like, I'm gonna get the you. Bugs. <laughs> and then we discovered Doombugs, and then the fucking oh. rocket. Um, oh my god, and the blimp, and the hot air balloons, uh, like, and the magnet helicopter, which I never actually saw work. <laughs> like, Oh, I did. got to use it. I saw him do that. Yeah, you so, picked up a dumpster. Okay, so yeah. I, I think the game. I shouted your trash and dumped into the ocean. <laughs> yeah, he tried. Um, a for effort, I guess. Um, he tried to sink us. Whatever, hit man. Um, F from Peta. The, I still remember that moment, Nick. I'm like, what is he doing? Uh, I see that fucking smirk on your face in the camera. I'm like, you're fucking smirking. You got something going on. I had I'm just nothing. Trying to get Girl. <laughs> My little tug ass boat, just you know, trying to go across the ocean. All of a sudden, him and uh -huh. the jet skis, like, ha, ha, ha. hope you got insurance, <laughs> bitch, and trying to knock me over and succeeding after a couple of tries. Um, yeah, like the game is not perfect in terms of controls and stuff but i guess that's what nope. added to the fun nope. of it because it was such a difficult like challenge like organizing yourself in the correct way and then we we're also on like a server that you were hosting tyler so for me i don't know about for brandon but for me and glenn i, I would assume that it was 
pretty rough at times because I like hit like tap like to change directions and all of a sudden I'm fucking steering into a cliff. L- like I right. like it was di- really difficult to control. Driving at times. was just constant fishtails. Yeah, fishtail, um, fish right. or you were driving ten miles an hour. But the games, yeah. right. like you can tell very clearly like the game's design intent is regardless of whether you actually like i feel like what we did last night um we could we couldn't do that all the time because no we've we've had our fun exploring doing stupid shit now we need to do the same thing but actually delivering and then see like what kind of different challenges that pose because uh like those three hours i'm done and dusted with fucking goofing around now i'd want to run you over with the truck while you were about to dump an important fragile like good into like the fucking delivery zone and i'm like (laughs) no you're not that's not evil nick jesus it's like the game's design intent is very clear on that you can do all of these different things but it's clearly meant for fun and stupidity right it made me honestly really want to play human fall flat i think is the name of the game with you guys i've never uh, never heard of this i've seen game like before. some gameplay and i kind of have an idea but uh that's it's, also kind of like stupid physics kind of like trying to keep on yeah like, uh, but instead of it trying to be like haha you're in an open world here's things you could do it's like you're in an arena and you have to not fall into the fan and you want to make them fall into the fan and so you have to do this with the same wonky physics. You have to like wrestle with each other and like pull each other into the thing or not, or shoot weapons at each other. I don't know. It's more competitive. Yeah, because we had we had some great moments. Therefore, more playability. I think because your characters in uh, total reliable delivery service can like grab onto things, and so you can attempt to grab onto like helicopters as one person's piling it in and hope <laughs> you don't fucking fall off. And so I think one of my favorite moments from last night was Tyler was piloting a hot air balloon. And I tried to drag him off it with me. The nice thing <laughs> is, uh, when you grip something, it is absolute. There is only <laughs> two things that can counter it. The first Hard. one is a horrible level of physics. If you shake something hard enough, you'll lose the grip because you get stunned. The second <laughs> thing is, and more comically, is you can shit your pants and a fart and stun a, a fellow player. And so there's been times where we discovered, like, we started breaking, like, we're getting into the meta. It's like, hi, if I need to hijack or fight for this car, you need to time your farts to stun your uh, fellow player and then use that to They you won't know, hold get on away. anymore. <laughs> right. There was a time where I think I, I don't remember who I grabbed, but uh, I think it might have been you. Either I think it might have been Brandon, actually, uh, where he was in a dune buggy. I managed to hit the grab buttons and grabbed his head while I was on the hood of the vehicle, farted, and so he couldn't grapple the controls anymore, and ripped him right out of the dune buggy and back, like, suplexed him right into the fucking ocean. And then five seconds later, I went into the ocean because <laughs> nobody the was driving was also the dune buggy. Also went. Yeah, at, at that point, <laughs> it was just a full end, yeah. Um, yeah, shit like that, like, they have, like, um, like, na- like, actual space rocket type things where you stand on the top and you launch the controls and you can go around and if you're good enough like brandon was he was able to control it for oh, quite a while and like forever. go around or they have yeah. like rocket powered cars they have helicopters they have biplanes fire got extinguishers fire extinguishers <laughs> which i found that if you hold <laughs> on with two hands you actually go further up and you don't spin out of control nice. oh there was also fixed objects like uh there was the ferris wheel there's the uh tilt whirl which was basically yeah. a centrifuge that was yeah. an interesting one. There was uh, a booster stadium booster or something running. with uh, like car, little cars powered by fire extinguishers that would fucking take off. They wouldn't give you a speed boost. You hit the boost they button just fly. and they just take off. 
Yeah. Ground control to major time. <laughs> fucking like going through the stratosphere. There was a fucking blimp that we still haven't been able to get into. Yeah. Hey, you been do able that. To to. There's also a I moving got boat that looks like it's supposed to transport it's like a ferry, vehicles. Yeah, it's like know, a ferry. Like yeah. Like, and I was yeah. like, I need to get on those two things. You can control like um, drawbridges. Uh, is that what they'd be yep, called? Bruno yeah. I got the, yeah. Yeah. Drawbridges. Where uh, you can raise and lower them on both sides, which is funny when uh, Brandon thought he was a smartass and parked the truck right in the center of the bridge. He's like, oh, be right back. I'm going to go take a leak and then go tries to dump me into the ocean uh, by driving the race bridge. I slide down. He's like, all right, I'm going to lower it. We can keep going. Starts running up the slope and I'm like, he's like, shit, why is the drawbridge opening on its own? I'm like, that's a good fucking question, Brandon. It was uh, it was a yeah. time, I think from right from the get go. I three I, hours. I it hadn't was three stopped hours. Laughing. I had no idea. My face hurt so. M- I had a headache from laughing. I laughed so much I was I fucking exhausted. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad you guys uh, enjoyed yourselves. Like I, I think oh. that was a, a pick me up that we all needed. Like it was just pure chaotic fun. Like it was a level of stupidity that we basically just discovered more different ways we, we could fuck with each other essentially and. And we have that VOD saved, that. so if people want to see what we were, all the stupid shit that we were up to, like, it was, like, it, unlike everything we've talked, we've gone on about, like, an hour and all these different games we played, and this game was just really simple, is like, stupid physics, different vehicles, a little bit of a sandboxy style, you just fuck around. Yeah. Like, I shot myself and out of a cannon. I pro- <laughs> we probably should give some information about it if people actually want to play it. Uh, there is an open beta where you can play it solo on Steam. It's free. So if you want to try and play it by yourself, see what the you know what all the talk is about, and actually try to play the game, uh, you can do that for free on Steam. But the full version is on Epic, which was a bit of a weird drawback initially, uh, and it's fifteen dollars. So if you want to play with a bunch of friends, uh, you're gonna have to cough up fifteen bucks per person on Epic. But honestly, I think it was worth it. it was because how many people can play at maximum? Four. Uh, it's four. Actually, mm. Max player was four. Okay. okay. When I yeah. set the server, it was unfortunately you might be able to somehow edit that. Like, I mean, Stardew Valley is a good example of that. Where, yeah, it's supposed to be four, but if you can say fuck it and Extra try to break the server, because I'm like, um, <laughs> like whenever I think about games like this and they're worth it, uh, whether they're worth it or not, anything that's under like let's say twenty bucks, I look at how much time you're going to get out of it versus uh, paying for a movie ticket. That's oh yeah. Like anything that's under let's say 25 30, like if you're going to go all out and go like to the like nice comfy chairs or whatever, like under 20 30 bucks, I'd look at it versus compared the price of a movie ticket and you're getting even if it's like 5 6 hours, like how long do most movies go? Especially if it's multiplayer and you can I, go around with friends like hour 30 to hour. Like to me this price hours. tag seems valid. Yeah. Personally, if we can get one more session of us playing together, I'd say the money's worth it instantly. That makes sense, uh, yeah. Like, right now, <coughs> 100%. You know, get, like, five, five, maybe six hours out of it. Just, you know, hey, yeah. let's try the deliver. And then Nick's fucking hitman, and he's like, I learned the tutorial now. And uh, he just wants to go in, and it's like, oh, the ways I can destroy everything. Uh, yeah, I'd be interested. But uh, beyond that, we played a little bit of Jockbox afterwards once we started mm-hmm. getting burnt out to try to cool down. Uh, we learned a couple of different games. Uh we played Jackbox 6, which is probably, like, uh, I think that's the newest one. So we got to play uh, Murder Trivia or something like that, too. Uh, we also got to play, uh, I don't remember what the other one, but I think it's it was... It's like a dictionary, like, dictionary pun the one, name. Word one. 
Yeah, Dictionaria, yeah. and then there was another one that we ended up playing that was like Rolls. a personality quiz. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, learned a couple of things. Like Nick mentioned, uh, everybody picked uh, him to be the Disney Princess Jasmine because uh, apparently they both had the same color skin and Woo! nothing more. Uh, EOC ooh. Pride. Ooh. At least you're not just a stopgap because people don't know where to put you. Yeah, you got fucking voted out of uh, Luke Skywalker there pretty uh, I got voted into a lot of things. It was just like, I don't know what you would get, so we all decided you would get a wedding magazine See, if you picked that up was something fucking, random. That was fucking unfortunate. Because I'm because, married? Like, I, I felt, no, because there was nothing else, and I felt bad because a lot of the things kind of just, just like, automatically were like, California. connected. It seemed like some hipster-ass shit or, that you would do if you had to pick. Or when you're like, oh, it's Clarice. Yeah, oh, after we Google it. Oh, she was actually really cool. But you all picked that before you knew who she was. <laughs> but, like, everybody agreed that my wife, some reason, is going to be fucking uh, Sarah Connor from The Terminator. And it's like, mm -hmm. I mean, I guess she is. Te Amanda's technically badass in her own right. But it's like, she could have been Indiana Jones, too, because she's fucking adventurous and she hates snakes. But oh, that's since Nick. Apparently that's I think Indiana Jones. No, Indiana Jones was Nick because I got Luke Skywalker. I, and that I picked for that for reason. myself, and the only reason why, and this is where <clears throat> some of my um, uh, privilege will shine through, is because Indiana Jones he's traveled, and I'm like, okay, and that's out of all of these options that makes sense. Person. Yeah, that was the only reason I also picked. hate uh, travels a lot. Hates. Do you like snakes? I'm not a fan of snakes. I think they can be Ooh, cute, that, away, like far you. away from me. Like uh, if they're in that you, corner and they're non-poisonous, okay. Do you hate Nazis and um, their affairs? They are either venomous or not. Their snakes are not poisonous. Nick, you might want to answer that question before I leave it uh, <laughs> unanswered. Uh, yes, I I do not uh, condone uh, or appreciate okay. the Nazis and their affairs. I think you can relate to Indiana Jones then. I think you're in the right direction. So, um, uh, that's like 99.9% yeah, of the population. I would hope so. <laughs> I would hope that that number is accurate. I really pray I, to God and hope that that number is accurate. Everybody has a little bit of Indiana Jones in them. Uh, mostly yeah. the female protagonists of those movies uh, specifically have a lot of Indiana I, Jones I in them. I too would hey, like Shia LaBeouf to be my uh, son because who wouldn't want Shia LaBeouf to be their son? Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf? In uh, Kingdom of the Crystal, Crystal Skull, he play, uh, Shia LaBeouf played his son. Oh, I know. Okay. I know. I know. I realized the I'm joke you're making. You. I just wanted to make sure that you knew that there was a fourth movie. The because most people somebody? ignore the Am fourth I movie. Something? I don't know why. Honestly, it's not that bad. No, it's not that bad. It, was, it, it got a little if, weird if towards the end, but it was okay. Or the movie? Uh, no, with it's Shia LaBeouf. With, like I, the newer Jurassic I, Park movies. I'm uh, like, they're good. They're big movies about people messing up creating dinosaurs i don't know how they could be bad they're big dinosaurs so tyler there was a uh there was a uh video um that came out a couple of years ago it was called shia labeouf i think it was called live and they basically did a i don't know if that's specifically i recognize the reference but i don't know if it's that's like a theater performance and a musical and it's basically like making fun of shia labeouf and at the end you just see that's where the shia labeouf like clapping meme came from because he's watching a play about himself, like kind of slam shy. Oh no, no, that's actual cannibal. That's a, it's it's a, it's like a musical that he helped make, and oh, like okay. he was there, like he uh, he approved the use of himself in it, and the guy like oh yeah, so we're out the okay. I just googled the, we're a children's about, choir. Yeah, we're talking about the one in the yeah. same video then. Yeah, yeah. So actual we're talking cannibal yeah. Shia LaBeouf. So it was a he's following yeah. you about yeah. thirty feet back. 
and then he does the clap. Then yeah, so that clapping gift comes from that. Yes. Yeah, like right at the but end. That's, that's a reference to an to an old like an old. It's an homage to another actor back in the day. I think it was it was Pacino or like some other like older actor did that. And then it, if you look at the Shias in that little video, the I know Shias. It's super off topic. Okay. When he does it next to it's okay. the, that's one, what the guy doing it in the original, it's like exactly the same. And you're like, wow, Shia's actually pretty good at acting. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's like they had to water him down for Transformers. Or that's when it began to blossom, one of the two. Oh, man. I, I mean, I could talk about Shia LaBeouf quite a bit, but for me, it like started from Even Stevens. I grew up on Even Stevens, and oh yeah, to, oh yeah, to okay. where he is now. I love all of his work and everything like outside of movies that he's done, as weird and like freaky and crazy people think he is. I, to some ex- like to a small part of me, thinks that he's a fucking genius. Oh. He's weird as hell, but he's also a genius, yeah. And then when you hear him talk, I mean, like, on different interviews, like, he's just so very, like, he's very, he's got that very gruff, like, typical, not, it's not Southern, but, like, that very, like, typical, like, American. accent or way of, like, American way of speaking that you, like, stereotypically uh, connect to, you know, maybe not as intelligent, but then when you, yeah. like, the way he articulates himself, it's, it's, it's very gentle. Mm-hmm. Well, I, hearing about the inner city theater that he started too down in, I think it's in East Los Angeles somewhere. Like, and they're like placing kids from at-risk communities in, you know, you know, single-parent households or you know, whatever right. these like rough circumstances where they wouldn't have chances to seek out opportunities. He's he put this in a place on purpose to try and help people that wouldn't be able to help themselves otherwise through the power of acting in theater. And a bunch of them are getting cast in, like, you know, the film and television <laughs> medium. And that's because of him. He put his own money down on the line to help these kids. And that's really cool. I don't know. Shia LaBeouf is cool. Cool as shit. <laughs> yeah, I like Yeah, him. he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Shia LaBeouf the, turns out to be a cool person. Hot Ones, where he, he talks a lot about it in that episode. Yeah. And, uh, when he came on Hot Ones. All right. I think we might be running a little bit long in the tooth. I think uh, I'm going to make the call and uh, escalate it to the uh, final segment of the show, and that is the game shit, uh, where we still talk about games <laughs> and stuff. Uh, so, Nick, could I have you take care of game releases? For sure. Um, so, we've got five games coming out uh, this week, uh, starting with um, a Weeb's Dream, I guess. I don't know if people like this. Um, but Oh, boy. Uh, code release, co- sorry, code realize, future blessings coming out April twenty third. Nintendo Switch. Um, hear me stall for time as I try to figure out what the fuck this game is. Uh, apparently, it's an adventure game. It is an adventure game. This game came it's out. It's a visual novel. The visual novel adventure game came out in twenty eighteen, and this appears to be the Western port, I believe. Um, yep. And guess what? It initially came out for the PlayStation. You're in the right direction, but the PlayStation, what? I don't, apart from the PS1, 2, 3, 4, uh, and PSP, I've never heard of any other PlayStation system. That's fair, Wait, but there's one this? more. Code Realize Future Blessings. Vita? Hell yeah, it came out for the Vita. <laughs> this is a Vita game that's getting ported over to the Nintendo Switch because it needs more money. And thank you to Idea Factory, where this game originally came from. It got developed by Automata, but yeah, it's a shocker, a visual novel game. So yep. this might be Cam slash Nick's territory, or sorry, Nicholas, yes. Nick in the chat. Um, 
Strong distinction. Yes, please. Uh, then moving on, we've got MotoGP 20 coming out also April 23rd, PS4, Xbox One, PC, Nintendo Switch, and GS. I do not know what GS stands for. The website that I pulled this... Google. Stadia. Google. Oh, Google I thought that died already. Um, it's almost as non-existent as the PS Vita. Um, but yeah, this is MotoGP. This is the um, um, motorcycle version of your... You know, racing bike version of F1 or whatever. So if you're into right. that. Motocross. Motocross. Say, there's better versions called motocross. That's, that's I you know, I'm not a sports person and that's the term that was escaping me. Um, following on from that, we've got Predator Hunting Grounds coming out April 24th for PS4 and PC as well. Uh, hunt or be hunted by the Predator in a new multiplayer shooter. So it's like a, I think it's called Death by Daylight or Friday the 13th esque, where one person plays as the um, Predator and yes, with the oh, more oh, gl- that's cool, with more realistic Glenn, style he gave graphics. That weird moan does the, oh. Um, with what style graphics? Sorry, more what? like more realistic because uh, Death by Daylight is more like cartoony, I guess. Yeah, or at least to me, Friday it looks the 13th is. It's like, almost a little that way too. Yeah, so like it, just in terms of distinguishing, that's kind of like <laughs> what I'm getting from uh, the screenshots. But um, right, if I remember and right it, too, isn't there another one of those games where you create your own villain and you give them different weapons and stuff like that, and then you get? I know to what you're talking about. Similar. I think it's called right. Evolved or something. Yes, like that. I was gonna say Evolved. Oh. It's where you you choose a base monster, um, and oh, you no. basically nope. no. Okay, then. But, different game i know of all okay. i played of all for for two hours and went this game is terrible and i hate it so i fair. brought it back immediately fair shit um okay. i did not enjoy it it was not fun for me but it but it was more like friday the 13th i don't know if it ever found uh a niche where it continued to be played but it was like friday the 13th in that you were like a, a you know a scary villain from a movie but this one let you create your own and then you were always trying to like kill the campers at the lodge or you know I mean, there's a sleepover and they're trying be, to murder them you know <laughs> that sounds like dead by daylight honestly where you can basically do different skins of the same kind of bad guy okay. maybe you're probably right maybe um, uh, you know. <laughs> published by sony specifically that's why you're not going to be seeing it on the xbox anytime soon <clears throat> yeah no that's wow. never happening it's probably never going to come out to the xbox because fuck microsoft am i right sony fans hell yeah i mean unless the because it got published it doesn't stop the developers from being fucking bought out by microsoft as they are want to do that's true as well um next on the list we've got trials of Ma- mana mana i don't mana. know how the mana mana, okay. mana or mana I say I say mana because MP, but I for the North, North Americans. But. Yeah, um, April twenty fourth, PS four, Nintendo Switch, PC. This is a remaster of the original game that came out in ninety five. Um, third one in the series. Third one in the series. After uh, Secret of Mana, I believe is the first one. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, it's uh, you can download a demo right now on Steam if oh. you're inclined to try. Um, I would like to humbly apologize. Secret of Mana is actually the uh, second one. Okay. Uh, The first one is simply called, uh, I believe it's called uh, Final Fantasy Adventure. Sounds kind of familiar. I think it's spun off uh, after, I mean, it was developed by Square, so you you do the math. Anyways, Um, you were saying. Yeah, and then uh, just moving on from that, the last one is XCOM, Chimera Squad. Ooh. can I give out like a fun fact that I was not fully aware of? Uh, so, sure. 
<laughs> I'll, I'll try to keep it brief. 20 minutes later. Uh, um, hang on. Uh, XCOM Chimera Squad, X- April 24th for PC. So I'm looking at uh, Trials of Mana, just looking, at, and then that kind of had me through the the wormhole or the rabbit hole of jumping down like uh, Wikipedia things. Nick, if you hated the way the naming system for Final Fantasy worked, Don't hit me uh, with you're going to love this one. So the first one's called Final Fantasy Adventure, then Secret of Mana, and then Trials of Mana, which is the third one. But then it continues, and this is going <clears> to <throat> get more fun, uh, Dawn of Mana, and then there's spinoffs called Legend of Mana, Children of Mana. Friends of Mana, Heroes of Mana, Circle of Mana, Rise of Mana. Then there's remakes called Sword of Mana, and then there's Adventures of Mana. And it's like, what the fuck? They really just need to have something going on here. So I will, okay, I I will say this is kind of a similar in, in, in terms of like, you don't really know which one's which, but I don't know this series, so I don't know if each of these stories link together. I would assume they do, since they're going of mana, of mana, of mana. Like it's you know there there's a there's a uh, trail, <laughs> but there's like a there's a <clears throat> like you know there's a timeline so to speak. And so my argument for this one would be like this is a little bit more favorable only because you've got Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, Harry Potter and Chamber of Secrets, Prisoner of Azkaban, Goblet of Fire, Order of the Phoenix, Half Blood Prince, and Deathly Hallows. Like, you like you we know as fans which ones one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. But if somebody didn't know anything, they'd be like, all right, which one's fucking which? And it gets even more worse because Final Fantasy three in Japan's Final Fantasy six to us and all that other bullshit. <clears throat> I did not know it's about different. that, so I don't want I don't want to even you like. Yeah, Final Fantasy 3 and Final Fantasy 6, same game, just different areas. Tight. Um, so, XCOM Chimera Squad, April 24th for the PC. Um, I know there are a lot of people who are fans of uh, the XCOM series. I've never really played XCOM, um, but it is a turn-based tactical video game, and uh, that's coming out. Yeah. So, Nick, you never really notice how, like, when people ask, like, what's their favorite Final Fantasy game, they never say anything about, like, uh... <laughs> three four or five typically uh no because i don't generally ask people what is your favorite final fantasy game because it's not something i think about because i imagine you asking that and then you're like they're all bad you suck and, like that's no no person. that's kind of like the question that you ask on a dead date you know like just to keep <laughs> the conversation going you're sitting at the table and you don't know if it, like you can't the, you can't think of anything else to keep the conversation <laughs> going you're, you're like, like so what do you think about cannibalism do you want to have a netflix and chill i don't have any food at the house but i think i can make something happen see that seems like something i might say <laughs> because depending <laughs> on if the, right there depending on the mood but like if if it's like really like dead dead and i'm trying to like stoke a conversation be like so have you played any of the final fantasy games oh please yes tell me i'm very interested in learning about final fantasy um, tell me about the lore. Who's Sephiroth? Who the, who the fuck is Sethroth now? I don't like, fucking what is know, even, dude. I don't... What, what, what even is a Sethroth now? I don't know. Like, why, why the fuck are these people also in Kingdom Hearts? Is it just, how pure, do like, how does it make Sethroth? sense? And I don't know anything anymore. But that's it for game releases. Lan, can you take care of the birthdays for this week? Oh, yeah. Um, well... Oh, yeah. When this comes out... Oh, yeah. Can do... Um, oh yeah, can do. <laughs> uh, God of War came out on PlayStation Four two years ago. It's a two-year-old Holy baby. Holy shit! It's a two-year-old Happy game. Two-year-old. Happy fucking birthday, God of War! You did great. You done good. Yeah. No DLCs. No DLCs. They promised. They done good. Yep. Yeah, they did great. Um, and then Nintendo Labo, oh, yeah. also oh, two years old. Nintendo, Nintendo yeah, Labo. Uh, is that the thing that where you would make stuff out of cardboard? Yep. 
and it died uh, within about a month of it coming out. Yep. I thought it looked like really interesting, and then I was they like, got, oh, I they guess They got a solid participation happen. trophy. Yeah. <laughs> but that's all like the, for this day in gaming. They now. tried so desperately to bring it back. They're like, hey, you know, Mario Kart can be controlled if you use the Nintendo Labo controller. And everybody's like, yeah, no shit. I also have something called a Nintendo Switch steering wheel that can do the exact same thing. And it's like, oh, oh, we didn't think about that. Will you please buy a Nintendo Labo? Thank you for understanding. (laughs) And like the the deepest bow and everybody's like, like, I'm pretty sure they did that. And there was like a single weekend of return where people were like, hey, that cardboard shit's a thing. And then like i'm gonna say half the group was like oh shit we actually threw that out because it was taking up space and sitting in the background kind of like a uh rock band drum kit and it's like we don't know what the fuck to do with <laughs> this thing we don't use it anymore it's taking up space and so well if people throw it if, away if after- you want to be like a really good crazy speedrunner dark souls you could connect that rock band drum set up to the dark souls controller controls and then just fucking be a beast is that a real thing? I'm pretty sure. I'm if he did it with a baguette. Can you I'm imagine pretty sure he like, did it with a drum set. Like one buns the fat roll, wants to attack, wants to parry, and you're just like I can tell you he did it with the guitar hero guitar. Um and he did it yeah. He did it with food. And I wanna say it was a baguette. With food. Yeah, because um I don't know if it was baguette, but there's certain kinds of there's certain kinds of um, fruits or vegetables that can transmit okay. electrical like signals. Right. So yeah. like he did it okay, by like, like touching potato yeah, block. like touching a certain parts of the thing or whatever and setting up the right triggers. I I could be talking like I'm pretty sure I saw a video of this from like a couple of years ago. But there's this one guy and he just does all these crazy things. Like he made like he did it out of as well a um I, I don't know if it's the same guy who took like a toy bow, an arrow set, and actually was controlling Hanzo that way in Overwatch. Like he hooked it up to actually like physically do it and you'd control Hanzo. There's Let's some fucking crazy potato. people out there. True. I mean, my big joke back in the day was uh, if you can beat uh, Halo on Halo 3 and Legendary using the DDR pad, you're fucking cool. But I mean, people have taken that to a next level. So I still can't beat any of those Legendary campaigns. So. I think I did it once for a uh there was like a special armor you got back in the day for uh being on legendary but i mean i think i counted it if you played co-op so there are certain levels that we just co-opted it through so i mean each his own anyways i think that's gonna be pretty much it uh you can find me since i'm selfish i'm gonna pick myself first here uh, you can find me on twitter at two times tyler all letters one word uh, also, if you want to watch me streaming Animal Crossing and other different games, you can check us out on twitch.tv forward slash casual master quest, aka this channel that you're watching if you're watching it live. Otherwise, if you're on the podcast and you're just listening, having a good time, twitch.tv forward slash casual master quest. But we have two other great contenders for the spotlight. Nick, where can we find you? Um, you can find me on Twitch and on Instagram at LR11, and you can also find me on Twitter at lrd 11th all letters and um yeah where can people find you glenn i'm on twitch too surprise surprise <gasps> um, no way <laughs> and uh Razeth. it's uh r-a-e-z-e-t-h it's my first D character fun fact um and then on twitter i'm glenn houston glenn with two n's houston looks like huston and just to work with a little bit of the animation that i have going just to recap uh you can find me uh, since it's going to pop up and show the cool stuff, I'm Tyler Vito. You can find me at two times Tyler. 
and you can also find the stream here. You can find Nick. Nick is going to be on Twitter at LR the 11th, and you can find him on Twitch at LR11, all caps, right? No, just LR11. Okay. Uh, and then Glenn, Glenn Baby, you can be found on Twitter at Glenn Houston, two N's spelled like Huston, but then you can be found on Twitch at Razeth, R-A-E-Z-E-T-H. Now that's some technology. And you can find us here, the whole group uh, as a whole, on Casual Master Quest at CMQ Network on Twitter, where they have a special link that takes you to all the good fucking places. It's a Linktree link. It'll take you to the Discord, to the channel, to each of everybody. If you want it, we're there. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram. Some There's an email, casualmasterquest at gmail.com, because why the fuck not? We have a Gmail for all your email needs who uses email anymore how you doing Glenn? uh anyways and lastly <laughs> we have a DD podcast called casual quest masters where we just did a big ass session i think it was almost four hours long glenn's gonna be ripping out what little hair he has left in his head trying to get that sucker edited mm. and we are we, like we did some shit we did <laughs> some shit but i think that's gonna be it that was glenn that was nick this was Tyler. That was episode 96 of Casual Master Quest, and we will see you next week. So don't forget the Never Stop the Grind. Till the next time, guys. I'll miss you. Nick. New Nick, Year, new I me. Need this. Oh. The intro to the podcast, titled Casual Master Quest, was paid for and produced by the wonderful talent Revelries Music. You can find more of their work at SoundCloud.com forward slash revelries music or just click on the link in the show descriptions the background music is the album top 50 best classical piano music by brilliant classics you can find out more about creative commons at www.creativecommons.org forward slash license forward slash by forward slash 4.0